across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Talk Radio. Man alive, it's Friday. We made it once again. Well, I've educated my children on how babies are made today. What have you achieved, huh? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio is back. Of differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. Ian Lee on air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, 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 yes. It is Friday, dear listener. It is Friday. It looks like we've made it once again. It's another week down. Um, Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I've never smoked a pipe. I imagine I would get on well with a pipe. I used to, um, for a period, I had had a pipe. um, Just because it's nice... Holding something and putting something solid in your mouth. Don't be so filthy, dear listener. I mean, it was, it's a nice feeling of that. Not, you know, that is a nice feeling. But the thing about pipes is you're more likely to get mouth cancer. So I never smoked one. I'd love, here's the thing. I'd love to have a go at smoking a pipe. And I'd also love to have a go at smoking a cigar. My fear would be that if I did either of those things, Boom, I'm back in, I'm back in there, and I'm a smoker, and I'm a smoker. So, you can't really, um, mess around with those things at all. And also, I am fully aware, if you smoke a pipe, you look like a twit. If you smoke a cigar, you look like a tosspot. If you smoke, if you smoke fags, you look cool. That is true, that, um, there is, that if you smoke a fag... You look cool. And I, I hate to say it, guys. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. Yes, a coffee, please, Edward. Thank you very much. Um, but there's, there is no way of smoking a pipe and looking cool. And there's, I, people think they look cool with cigars. You name me, right? You name me one person, right? One person who looks cool smoking a cigar you won't be able to you 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 just won't be able to there is no one that looks cool smoking a cigar it's just it's just completely impossible completely impossible um but that's you know that's just the way it is oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call loads of you are watching on youtube the rabbit hole tv youtube.com forward slash the rabbit hole tv uh we're trying a couple of new things so there's the camera on me in the studio hello and there's the camera on the people catherine don't no put in waving catherine because for some reason it's been disconnected maybe you could just check the connections for me um see if the connections are strong i unplugged it and plugged it in again that usually is the way these things work however 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 that broke it uh we'll try and get that fixed in the meantime you can watch me in high definition on youtube.com forward slash the rabbit hole tv we're about 28 subscribers away from a thousand subscribers imagine that 28 
subscribers away from uh, 1,000 of those su- subscribers. Wouldn't that be awesome? It's all connected, is it, Catherine? It's all connected. Could follow it in here because it might be in here. I don't know. I just don't know, guys. Um, we're experimenting and we're trying to ch- ch- turn the show in- from a radio show into um, unplug it and then uh, see if you see where that goes. There's Catherine down there. Look, you can see her on this. How's that? Uh, no, 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 no. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's not the focus of the show. This is. That's it. That's the only thing. I'm gonna. What we're gonna do is we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. No, 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 no. no. Dilum, dilum, dilum. It's just the way it is. Dilum, dilum, dilum. Some things will never change. Why have I got that in my head? I mean, that is an annoying song. That's an annoying song, if ever there was one. Anyway, um, I haven't used deodorant today, and I've just caught a whiff of my pits. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, it does stink. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Yes, Line 1, you're on the wireless. Did I hear you say no one looks cool at smoking a cigar? Absolutely 100% correct. Well, I'm about to make you your mind blow. Um, I uh, not not one, but right. two. Okie dokie. Yeah. I'd First be surprised. All, well, yeah, here we go. Number one, Telly Savalas. Go, Jack. He never smoked a cigar. He did in real life. No, he There's didn't. Your pictures. I got some uh, bashery. No, he didn't. He he um he sucked on a lollipop. In real life, he sucked on. He smoked a cigar. Anyway, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You, you, no, mate. In, in, in real life, he yeah. sucked on a lollipop. And do you know why he sucked on a lollipop? Probably not diabetes. Is that your, was that? Sorry, S- sorry, mate. Was that? Sorry, mate. I just first. Hang on a minute. Um, yeah. Well, sorry. Was that? Was that an, an attempt at humour? Was it? Possibly. It was terrible, mate. Must have lost that with a toe. Absolutely. Yeah. Terrible. Anyway, the second one. Yes, from the eighteen. He's the exception that p- uh, proves the rule. Ah, oh, come on! No, I'm not having that. Yeah, he is the one. What do no. you mean? What? Well, no, you, you can't be the exception that proves the rule if you're saying a hundred percent true fact. No, there's always an exception that no. proves. Of course, there is. No, I want that on the list. I want you to say you're wrong and I'm right. Well, I'm not going to do that. I will put Murdoch... I tell you, if we can get one more person that looks cool wearing, um, like smoking a cigar, then yeah. I will accept it. But there is not... That's will, it. You've known the only you, will, person will in the world an, that, that looks cool. Will you give me an on-air apology? Um, yeah, sure. Say, I was wrong, yeah. Gatford was right. Just say... Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. C- Catherine, just pay attention. Just say that again. I was wrong... Gatford was right. And what's my name? What's my Ian name? Ian Lee. Say it again. Ian Lee. Say it one more Ian time. L- Ian Lee. Kath, can you edit that all together so it says I was wrong, Ian Lee was right, and then we'll we'll just have that as a hot key and we'll play that whenever this um and yeah. Alright, thanks for calling, loser. Oh three four four. 499-1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give me a call. We're still, we are still, we are still, this is an open challenge, okay? Um, still looking for a way to make the general election 
interesting. Edmundo, you're the technical wizard, as you do a little technical podcast. What have you broken? That, you have broken that camera out there. Why is that not working? Don't know, have you tried turning it off and on? I have actually, yes. Okay. Um, I've, um, I've unplugged it. Catherine's came in on her hands and knees and checked the cables. Okay. Um, um, do you mind if I have a look at that? Here we go. That's it. Here we go. That's it. You you carry on. I tell you what, you carry on. Okay. I'll, I'll talk to Alan Caddick. Here we go, Alan. I want to take you up on your challenge. Uh, uh, what, what challenge is that? To find someone cool who uh, smokes a cigar? No, about so the that's... general election. Uh, oh, to make the general election interesting. Okay, go on. Mason, have uh, one of the fences. Yes, sorry? Uh, have the party political leaders on a horse. Yes. And instead of having them in constituencies, there should be two in racecourses, going to the actual racegoers, yes. so they can put bets on them. Right, so hang on a minute. Just say that, say that one more time. But that the political leaders visiting race courses. Yes. So people can have a bet on them. Right. And make a bit of money on the outcome of the election. Now that might actually be quite interesting. Yeah. That could that could be interesting. Um, how do we make that interesting on, um, the radio, though? We could have a reporter each of the race courses yeah. getting the atmosphere of the political leaders visiting the race courses. For example, Nicholas Durgeon, the yes. Scottish MP. Yes. And tomorrow's the Scottish Grand National at Air. Yes. Nicholas Sturgeon could visit Air Race Course. Oh, I see. That could work, couldn't it? That might actually, um, that might actually work. The whole thing's yeah. frozen. Uh, that might actually work, Alan. That's not a bad idea for you. It's right at the start of the weekend. Yeah, well, well, even even better. What are you doing this weekend? Horse I've racing? Been, I've just been at the karaoke. Oh, what, what did I you sing? back. What did you sing? Joe Jackson stepping out and Saturday night of the movies by the Drifters. Jo- well, that, that's an unusual choice. I tell you what, why don't you give us a sniff of Saturday night at the movies, as that's what a lot of people will be looking forward to tomorrow. Well, it's technical and cinema scope, the best out of Hollywood. Whoa, 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 whoa. So the popcorn and the candy stand make the audience like it's good. Without a gallery with the hair, and think they don't try to hide. Well, I mean, can't compare to a girl lady by my side. When you're hugging and kissing, you better throw up the balcony. That was absolutely awful, Alan. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. There's no break. Well, I was only throwing to it so I could cough. I've coughed now. Yes, Barry. Hello there. How are you doing, Ian? There's no break. There's no break. No break. (laughs) There is no break. Yeah, a couple of uh, couple of cool smokers, cigar smokers. You won't, no, there won't be. There's only Hannibal from the A team. Uh, can I fire a couple past you? Please do. 
I'll go for Che Guevara and Fidel Castro. No, Che Guevara doesn't look cool. No? No! Those guys, those guys don't look cool, for crying out loud. No, 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 no. Very iconic with the berets and the cigars. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I don't think they look cool, though. I think they look stupid. Okay then. Well, so, sorry about. Not... I'm sorry about that, Barry. That's all right, Ian. That's my best shot. Um, it, uh, there's sorry. a there's a real sense of smugness about uh, from people who smoke cigars. They think they're better than everyone. That's what. That's the problem I have with them, Barry. They think they are better than everyone else, and I don't believe that they are. Okay then, Ian. I'll carry on listening in and. Uh, Carry on watching out for Jeremy Corbyn. Thank you very much indeed. That is... What? what? That is a respectful phone call. Respect is due and was received. Thank you. 0344 499 Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Now it's a break. Talk. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Yes, the French tickler. Oh, no, let's try again. Yes, the French tickler. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thank you very much indeed. Although one of the sockets on my computer has just died, and I don't, I don't, for the love of all that is holy, know how that's possible. And it's a little bit worrying, isn't it? It was working earlier. It's probably Stephen Murdoch's done it. Oh, the absolute. It probably is, isn't it? It He's hacked you. It probably, probably is. That's terrible. How annoying. Oh, well. Anyway, what you got for us? Steve McQueen. The coolest man alive when he was alive. Smoking a cigar. He, I, I've never seen him smoke a cigar. I've seen your picture on Twitter. I'm not... I'm, well, I don't know if you noticed, mate. I'm a bit busy. I'm doing the radio show. I'm not, I'm not on Twitter. How can I prove it then? Well, you 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 can't because it didn't happen. It, and also, he would have. Here's the thing about Steve McQueen, right? He was a terrible actor. Well, he did his own thing in the best way. He was he? a lousy, lousy actor. He was cool. He, well, I don't. He, I mean, I, he was kind of cool. But he was a terrible actor, and just, if he had ever smoked a cigar, he probably is the, the kind that would, actually, because he's quite an arrogant man, he would have looked like a knob. Well, hey, you can just make any statement you like, and then argue about it. Um, but you can't even accept the proof. The proof is there. Well, hang on a minute. Yes, I can make any statement and argue about it. It's my show. Um... And, um, the proof is the proof may or may not be there. I just don't know. I just don't know. It's there, but you're refusing to look at it. Thanks so much for calling. 0344 499 1000 is the um, telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. Take what we'll do. We'll stream it on that one. For some reason, that socket on my computer has died. That's a little bit of a, 
of a concern. I don't know if any, any computer experts listening, anybody knows how to work a computer, that would be... Um, do you know how to work a computer, Ed? Uh, vaguely. You're, you do like a tech podcast, don't yeah. you? Yeah. What? Why? Just for fun. This, and, I, and I don't mean that to be flippant. I genuinely, I'm intrigued by, <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued by people that um, do podcasts off their own... Um, what are you plugging into my computer? I'm just testing the socket. Oh, God. Something else. Is this where I find out that um, it's broken and it cost me a fortune? No, it works. But then why is it not working? Because it's not working. But I, and I swapped cameras and it doesn't work. It just flickered then, actually. Then it went. So what do you do on your tech podcast? Uh, we look at the latest tech news. Yes. We help people with their tech issues. Right. We help tech noobs. <laughs> let's, let's, let me just stop you there. You help people with their tech issues. If they send us a comment, we like common tech problems. Catherine, can you right? Well, this is a common tech problem. You've buggered my computer. <laughs> Fix it. Well, have you got Have you got Stephen Murdoch's phone number? Give Stephen Murdoch a quick call. See if he can come on and explain the situation. See if we can get him on to um, to to sort it out. Um, I hope your advice on your podcast is better than this. Well, this is a very specialised uh, problem. Not, it's not a common everyday can problem I just, like can, the computer doesn't turn on. Can I just ask, while you're doing that, and, you know, we're men, yeah. um, please don't look at my internet browsing history or open the folder marked Farmyard. All right? Thank you, dude. I appreciate that. Flipping it. Hold on, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> ah! 0-3. What's the podcast called if, if the kids want to go and find In it? In Tech Today. What? In Tech Today. In That's tech it. today. In a, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. So today, 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 I only had the boys for about um, twenty minutes because I picked them up from school, and um, then I dropped them off. Um, there we go. You did it. Yep. How did you do that? I made a new video source. I'm gonna um, make some sauce for you. I did not mean that to sound. Do you know what ketchup used to be called? Tomato sauce? Cats up. Cats up. Cats up. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true, isn't it, Philip? Good evening. Ketchup used to be called cats up. Hello? Yep, Philip, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I wasn't sure whether you were talking to me. Yes, yes, yes. Ketchup used to be called cats up. That I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. Maybe in a foreign country, but not no, over here. No, it used, that's where it comes from. Cat, it's called cats up, and we've we've turned it into ketchup. Oh well, you, you learn something every night on your show. Unfortunately, don't you? I don't because I know everything. Oh, the reason I rang in, Ian, you were talking about how to brighten up the election. Yeah. Well. Well. Okay. Y- yes, I will. T- we can talk about brightening up the election. I, I, I did specifically mean how do I make it as an interesting phone well, in, but yes. but I will take brightening up the election well, as a topic. A little bit of, actually, what I've got is a little bit of trivia. Yeah. Back in 1963, yes. there was a film about an English general election. Yes. It was called Just for Fun, oh. a.k.a. Vote for Me. Yes. It was a pop film. Oh, oh! Now this rings a Bellington, yes. And it was, it was, it featured all the pop stars, most, a lot of the pop stars from 1963. Great year for pop. I can't think of any. Well, I, t- I t- I'll give you a list in a minute of the people that were in it. Yeah. But originally, how it came about, it was a guy in America called Milton Sabuska, oh. and he he ended up making the horror films for Amicus. But he did a film yes. called It's Trad Dad, which yes. was about the traditional jazz craze. Yes. And then he went on to do this. 
film about yes. the election, and it starred... Yes. The Crickets. The Bonnie Cr- Paddy Holly's Crickets. crickets. Freddie Cannon. Yeah. Johnny Tillotson. Yes. Joe Brown and the Brothers. Kenny Lynch. Jed Harris. Tony Meehan. Yes. Um, who else? We got the Tornadoes, the Springfields. Wowzers. And it was... And it was people of the... And it was interspersed with comedy. Is it similar to the great movie, which you must have seen, called Gonks Go Beat? Oh, yeah, I think it's better than Gonks Is it better? Thank you, Ed, you've worked it. Is it better than Gonks Go Beat? Really? Yes, I think so. It's, it, it, it's, it's a lot of humour in it. Yes. And it's got... Uh, I tell you, the two people, I don't know whether you know what remember them, Irene Handel. Of course I remember Irene Handel. Irene Handel is in it, and she appears in quite a few comedy scenes in the film with Harry Fowler. Oh, right, I see. And so it's, I, I don't think it's on YouTube. There might be clips, but the complete film... And I'm sure people from you know, that were around like I were in 63, it's got some great songs in it. Yes. The Tornadoes are very good. Of course, they did Tell Stars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got Harris and Tony Meehan, who were in the Shadows yeah. at that time. Yeah. And Freddie Cannon, who oh, oh, I think he's great. I met Freddie once. He's a fantastic guy. And yeah, it's, it's a film worth finding, if you can find it. And uh, it brightens up the... What it was about. I want to see the movies starring Herman's Hermits, because I love oh, yeah. bands in movies. They got sent to space in one of their films. Well, I tell you, the film that Her- Herman's Hermits did, they did one of their song, didn't they? Mrs. Brown, You've Got a Lovely Daughter. Yes. Now, they did film... Quite a few people went to America and made film for Sam Katzman. Yes. You did Rock Around the Clock, Twist Around the Clock, and all these others. Rock Around the Clock, Twist Around the Clock, yeah. Cock Around the Clock. Um, Dave Clark did one called Get Yourself a College Girl. Yes. And so really a lot of the American, the English people in later years went to America and made films. But I tell you a good one that is really worth watching. It's not so much pop. You remember Fabian? I do remember Fabian, yes. He was a guy who did Turn Me Loose and I'm a Tiger and all that lot. But he did a film called Hound Dog Man. Oh. And it starred a guy, a girl called Dodie Stevens, who had a big hit with pink shoelaces. Well. And the film was made by Don Siegel, who made Dirty Harry and all those films in later years. And that was a very, very good film, too. Who, who, what pop stars have you seen in films? Well, like? of course, Slade in Flame. Yeah. Um, the, there was a there was a not a very good film star in Paul uh, John Paul Jones. No, Paul Jones, where he's like um, like a sort of god, but he's like uh-huh. a pop star, but he's a god. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I've seen them all. I've seen them all, Philip. I love them. I mean, I've never seen Performance. Is it a good film? Have you seen Performance? Terrible, terrible no. film. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've often seen it advertised, but I've never actually seen it. Right. Uh, ter- awful, awful movie. Philip, listen, thank you very much for that. We'll take, let's take a quick break. 0344 499 Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, Ken! Hello there, Ian. Hello, Ken. Good evening. Question for the show tonight, Ian. Why are you and most of the UK population bitterly anti-Christ? Ken, why are you so arrogant? That is your question. No, but Ken, no, don't do a hit and run, Ken. Don't do a hit and run. I let you... Right, phone him back. Not allowing that. Not allowing that. I'm not anti-Christ at all. I've said that. I don't know how many times I need to say that. I was on TV today defending Tim Farron. Not anti-Christian at all. What a nasty... That is an arrogant, nasty man who think He won't answer the phone because he's a coward. He's a bully. That's what he is. He's a bully. 
um, uh, Abu Ken. Ken Ghazi. That's what he is. Uh, uh, yeah, of course he won't answer it. Because he's a nasty little bully. Ken, I'm not anti-Christian at all. And unlike you, Ken, I'm not anti-Muslim either. I'm not anti any faith, Ken. Because I'm not a nasty, bigoted, arrogant little man like you are, Ken. I'm also, uh, you know, I'm nuts. I'm not as nuts as you are. Um, <laughs> you know, don't, don't, horrible little SH1T. He really is. And anyone who does a hit and run where they put the, um, uh, they, uh, they, they make a point and then have a run, uh, put the phone down. Outrageous. Yes, Ross. Hello. Hello, Ross. Hello. Hello, Ross. Hello. Yes. Go on. What you got for us? How you going? Are you alright? I'm I'm losing losing patience, Ross. Oh, you were talking about films earlier. Yes. I've got some to sell. Can I sell them here? My friend says it's the best time to do it. Yes. Right. Cheers, then. Yeah. What are you going to do? Do you want to know what they are? What? The, the, the films. Yes. Neil Diamond, Timeless. What What are you talking about? Neil Diamond's not in a film called Timeless. It's a, it's a DVD, Ian. Yeah, he's in The Jazz Singer. It, wait, this is a, a, a concert called Timeless. Right. Why are you, why are you telling me this? The running time is approximately 2 hours 34 minutes. Okie doke. I want to sell them, John. I'm trying to get rid of them. Interesting or what? Oh, um, not on that one. What else you got? Uh, Hellraiser free. Hell on earth. Right. So go on. Yeah, I'll, I'll stop you. Yeah, how much Beaches. are you looking? For, how much are you looking for these films? Beaches, Bette Midler. Right. She dies. I don't like that. That can go back. What? Uh, there's something here with Shane Ritchie on it. I don't know what that is. Why? How much? How much do you want for Beaches? Uh, two, right, two quid. Um, what you got? Um, not for, for beaches, I haven't got anything, no. Not for beaches? Not for beaches. What about K- Killer Instinct, the Fred and Rose story? Uh, <laughs> no thanks. 50p? Um, yeah, all right, actually. Yeah? I don't know how it ends. Well. Okay, yeah. So, mate, 50p so far, so nothing for Neil Diamond Timeless. No. Beaches? No. Hello. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm waiting Working for you out. to get. I'm waiting for you to get to a film that I'm interested in. Flubber. Yes. Flubber two. Yes. Pound. You can have to give me some prices, ain't you? Well, I'm I'll, doing all the. I'm doing. I'm doing all the work here. I'll give you a pound for both of those movies. Pound for Flubber and a pound. No. For both? A pound for Flubber and Flubber 2. So 50p for Flubber? Yep. 50p for Flubber 2? Including postage. I haven't got that. Who's in that? Thanks very much for calling. Um, let's go to Dredge. Good evening, Dredge. What kind of cat? A ginger cat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a good one. I would have said Tabby. Yeah. yeah. You would have done, but, though, wouldn't you? But well done. Well done. 
So, yeah, that, that last caller actually ties in quite well with what I was going to mention, which was that, you know that chap Keith that phoned in yesterday? Keith phoned in uh, again yesterday. If you missed it, it's up on the um, Rabbit Hole TV uh, YouTube channel. We've also put out both Keith calls as podcasts. They're available to download and burn. Uh, yes, very unhappy uh, about the way his nephew Harry's been tr- been treated. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, his, his voice sounded familiar to me. I was, I was wondering if it was the same Keith that had Keith's videos on the high street. It was like a shop oh. uh, down the road. I think, you had the, you remember, you had the off-license on one side, and then you had the pub the other side, and then in the yes. middle you had Keith's, Keith's I videos. I do remember Keith's videos. Now you mention it, yes. Yes, I do. I was just wondering if that was the same chat, because I just... I, I sort of recognise the voice a little bit. Well, if he calls in, I'll, I will ask him. We know very little about Keith. Here's the thing, John, uh, uh, John, and you raise an interesting point. We know very little about so many of the people that call this, this show. Very, very little. I mean, we know that Ken is an obnoxious SH1T, but we don't know about... He used to be a professional football player, but we, we only know that because someone else, I think um, Galloway told me. Um, but we don't know. We don't know what caused him to change. We don't know what what, what happened. Uh, you know, don't know anything. I don't know anything about any of the callers apart from these little glimpses that I get from time to time. Well, what would you like to know? Well, okay, all right. Um, I can ask anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I won't answer it, but you can ask. Okay. All right. Fine. I'll ask. Um, all right. That last guy that called in, where did he get those videos from? Pound shop. Okay, no, fair enough. That's all. Actually, that's all I wanted to know. So, um, no, more, no more questions. Any more information needed? No questions. No information um, required this evening, Dredge. Any suggestions on how we can make the general election? An interesting phoning topic. I did consider calling it the general erection, but then I thought that was just childish. Well, what I would do would be play, play the vision on music underneath any call that's to do with the general election. Okay, we can give that. A, we can give that a try. I have to do that next week. Maybe, so maybe, maybe try a few cartoon sound effects as well. I like the best. The best cartoon sound effect is when, for example, they use it in all cartoons. But let's say, for example, it's the Scooby Doo cartoon, um, and they see a ghost. Him and Shaggy see a ghost, and they go zoinks, and they jump up in the air, and it's they're about to start running, but before they run, and their legs are spinning round, and it goes. You know that noise. Yeah, I know that noise. But they, they, they stand, they stay in the air for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While their legs are spinning round, and then they build up enough momentum, they go back down and they 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 zoom off. That is probably the best noise in cartoons. Well, I don't mind that one. Uh, yes, I like that one. So, Swanee whistles are always good for a giggle. Yeah, they are. They are. And also a batter pudding being hurled into someone's face. I've always enjoyed that. Um, Not the sound effect, just I, I enjoy doing it. Custard pies in real life are really disappointing. How do you mean? What are you talking about? Have you ever been hit with a custard pie? Yeah, I have. And I think I've hit someone with a custard pie. And it, it's, it's, it really... Well, it, it, it's, generally, it's shaving foam. <laughs> That's very true, yeah. Very, very disappointing. The, but, but what's worse is that you, you, if you put yellow food dye in there, it doesn't come off. Oh God! Well, you, no, you don't. Off. You don't want to come off in a cream pie. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed, Dredge. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll start the show in a minute. Let's go to Tom. Good evening, Tom. 
Hey, Is what's going on? Turn the music off, man. Oh come on, man! Give it a chance. I gave it. A, I gave it a chance last time, and it was it this was is, awful. This is the seminal source of all pop music. This is Bach to Bach to Tata and Fuge. That's not the seminal source of all pop music. It is honestly. Uh, no, it's not. Tubular, you're, you're, tubular bells. No, it's not. You're what? thinking but the tubular bells. Yeah, that was based on Bach and Fuge. But the tubular Can bells isn't all pop music. I, I know, but it's part of it. Can I, right, to Carton Fuse, do, do you know what that means? Right, tell me. It, it's beautiful, man. It means touch and chase. That's beautiful, yeah? Right, okay. Right, I want to show you this as well. You, you're ready to listen to uh, Mike Oldfield explaining where, the, where his uh, riff came from. Yeah, you ready? Here we go. Well, I hope that we'll have you back here with Thorn Collins. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, uh, uh, uh Bladdy's Tickle of Bells, Mike Oldfield, Mr. Mike Oldfield. That's true, don't they? Everybody knows that too. Where did that tune come from? I promise next week I'm going to put in a lot of effort and thought into the shows, okay? Because, um, th- this week they've been awful. Absolutely awful. Oh, come on, son, you can take a... This is what, but why were you playing a clip of, of um, Jules Holland down the phone? Where's the, why don't you because just talk to me? Mike, oh, I did, I told you, and you didn't believe me. I said that Mike Oldfield got the Tubular Bells riff from Takata and Fuge. Right, I, no, I, did, I didn't say I didn't believe so you. I didn't you. say I didn't oh, okay. believe you. I didn't care. You know you like Kiss. If you're going to get pedantic about, like, a soft rock band, why don't you pick someone like Whitesnake or even Death Leopard or something? Hey, I'm not pedantic. <sighs> you are, though. You know all their tracks, don't you? You know that's all their not, history. Well, that's not pedantry. That's yeah. not... That's knowledge. Don't want to be pedantic uh, yeah, about it, but you've, that's not... Pedantry, you've just described. A pedant is a teacher. Someone, yeah, I know, but you have knowledge about Kiss, don't you? What's the matter with you tonight, man? The, the, the matter with, with is I'm talking to idiots. Every call we've had tonight has you been don't an idiot. Seem to know what the, you don't seem to know what the word pedantic means. Well, t- why, don't anyway, you t- why don't you tell me what the word pedantic means? It means, uh, obviously it means knowledge about something. You're being pedantic about kids. No, it doesn't mean that at all. Why are you trying to define a word? And I hate to be pedantic about it, but you're you're incorrectly defining a word. No, 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 no. It means knowledgeable. No, it doesn't. You you, you are completely wrong. What does it mean, then? It means excessively concerned with minor details. Yeah, well, you're excessively concerned with minor details no, about kids. No, I'm not. I'm knowledgeable. I'm, no, I'm great. not. I, I'm going to be pedantic about this word. I am knowledgeable about them. <sighs> okay, fair enough. So why are you knowledgeable about Why am I arguing with someone who doesn't even time? know what the word pedant means? You, uh, are you talking to a mirror? You know what no, pedantic means. Well, is that the you best you've got? Are you, you don't know what, you only know what pedantic <laughs> means, because I've just told you. <laughs> are you talking thing? to a mirror? Are you nuts? <laughs> Listen, why are you pedantic? I'm not going to change the word. Well, I'm, I'm not pedantic about them. You're knowledge, knowledgeable about kids. Correct, I am knowledgeable about them, yes. Yeah, about minor details. You've had quizzes on here before. You've you've recognised like intro riffs from all of their songs and that kind of thing. Not from all. Don't be pedantic, but not about all of their songs. No. Okay, okay, dude. Right. Anyway, you. I think you're avoiding the question. You I haven't thought. asked me a question. Ask me a question where where you use the correct phrases. <laughs> well, I was actually. No, you right. haven't, why, mate. Honestly, you, you are you're coming on and you're dribbling oh. like a massive idiot. 
You are so avoiding the question. You haven't asked me a question that makes sense! <sighs> all right, all right, here we go. Yeah. Why are you knowledgeable about a minutiae of, of KISS when the source material isn't really that good? If you're that bothered about, a, I don't know, a soft rock band, why don't you get into White Snake or Rush or something like that? Budgie. What a terrible... Is it, have you finished? Have you, those words finished dribbling out of your mouth? <laughs> have your words finished even, dribbling out of your even, mouth like you're, like you're, 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 you're some, you someone at a Bukaki party? What is going on with you? Reviews of Kiss. I don't care about the reviews of Kiss. Have you listened to the music of Kiss? I like it. We can't choose what music we like, you absolute bell. Uh, that's true. That's a good point. God, you're so stupid. <laughs> I'm not. Well, uh, okay, okay. Everyone on earth thinks kids are a bit naff. Well, yes, good. Well, but do you know what? Kid. Do you know what? That uh, everyone you know must be an idiot if they know no, you. I'm not about all the reviewers ever. No, they don't, mate. They do, not mate. All, uh, who Look cares? How many stars they get? Who cares reviews? about the stars? Why are you bothered? What, why are you bothered about what other people? Why do you let your life no, be guided and ruled by what other people think? I totally agree, man. But, yeah, but no, but you don't because you've brought it up. Star Trek. Oh, mate, you don't know, mate. Tom. Get into the Simpsons or Tom, something like no, I that. wouldn't. I'd let everyone is free to choose their own thing. And I really wish oh. you'd go and read a dictionary because you are, you, you've, honestly, you, you, your, your stupidity <laughs> is overwhelming. Dude, you don't understand what pedantic means. You're embarrassed. You tripped up. You had an open goal. I can make the general election interesting. You couldn't, you've not made the last ten minutes interesting, so I doubt it. You're in row mode for no reason, aren't no, you? No, I'm in rowing with idiot mode. <laughs> and you, after every call we've had this hour so far has been an idiot, and you're the king idiot. Hey, you know, uh, the Unite Union. Oh, for Len God's Le sakes, Len you're, Le go away, you're boring. No, Barry's from Watford, I'm just saying he looks like that. You're boring. Okay. Sorry. Okay, I'll tell you what I'll do, yeah? You still have one more five seconds, five seconds. Yeah, no worries, man. Oh, three, four, four, four. Oh, oh, I accidentally cut him off ten minutes late. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, man. <laughs> man, what's going on? Uh, let's try James. Good evening, James. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 James. Ah, uh, the fake... The live got all weird. I the... can't hear you properly. Oh, for good. Right, let me just... If I move you over here, let's see if that... Um... Is that any better? Oh, no, you've gone weird again. All right, okay, well, I was talking about something else, but um, I heard you talking about the general election, how to make it interesting. Yes. Uh, this, this line's gone all weird. Shall I call you back? We'll call you back. Let's try Paul. Good evening, Paul. Hiya. For starters, one of your last previous callers referred to you as dude. I hate that. What's wrong with that, dude? I use the word dude. Oh, I just don't like it. Anyway. I call my kids dudes. Oh. I, refer, I, I prefer the... the the way to refer to people is man. Hey, man. Man, dude. It's all groovy. Peace and love. Yeah. Okay, secondly, you are talking about ketchup, names of ketchup. 
Right. Do you know what we call in our family ketchup? No. Dob dob. Call it what? We call it dob dob. Because you dob dob your chips in it, don't you? Mm. Well, yeah, we got that's true. We call that. We call it dob dob. What do you call your remote control? Doofa. Yeah, well, you, well, you nicked that from Noel Edmonds. I did. I didn't know. We've always known it as a doofa. Ne- yeah, that Noel Edmonds used to call it that on Telly Addicts. Oh, I didn't. Telly Addicts was rubbish. No, shut up, man. Telly Addicts was, um, uh, was brilliant. Do you know I think Noel Edmonds is related to Mike Porky Parry? What, what makes you think that? And pl- let's play, pray to God it's nothing libelous. Because they look the same. They don't look anything like each other. Okay, Mike Porky Parry does look like Kenny Rogers. Yeah, I'll give you that. You know there's a yeah. website, a brilliant website, um, called Men Who Look Like Kenny Rogers. No, I didn't know that. Are you making this up? No, I'm not. G- Google it. Next time you're in a public library using the internet, <laughs> go to Men Who Look Like Kenny Rogers, and it's, it's brilliant. It's just that Michael Porky Parry has shorter arms, doesn't he? Yes. Uh, go and look at the website. I will. Okay, so you were talking about famous musicians in films. <laughs> okay, try... Is it, if it, the fact that you're throwing all of these topics at me, does that mean you're only going to phone in once tonight? Yes. That, yes. Okay, famous musicians that are in films. Yes. Roger Daltrey in the film Buddy, that starred Chesney Hawks with the, with the famous song I Am The One And Only. There was no film called Buddy starring Roger Daltrey. Yes, there was. No. And part of it no, was no. filmed in Chalfonts and Peter. And part of it was filmed in Peter Britt's house on the Britwell Estate on Monksfield Way. I know, because he lived down the road. And part of it was filmed in ABC Guitars, except there was no there was no Roger Daltrey film called Buddy. What was the, what was the name of the film with Chesney Hawks in it, with Roger Daltrey in it as well, then? Buddy's Song. But, oh, that, I was close enough. You weren't close enough, mate. I, no, I, you I, are being pedantic. I, 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 yes, exactly. Thank you. That's exactly what I'm being. Thank you, Paul. At last, someone who understands the word. Evening, James. Ah, uh, hello. hello. Hip, 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 hip. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were talking about um, how to run the James, sorry, have you got, um, like, a sock or a ball or a sausage or something in your mouth? That's just the way I talk. Right, is your is your phone made up? Is, is your phone one of those new cardboard phones? No, it's one of those iPhone things. Right, because um, it sounds awful. Are you on speakerphone? No, no. Hey, hey, hey! It sounds awful. I do have sense problems. Well, no, but it, the, the, the speech problem makes you sound like you're talking like that. No, well, I'm not. I don't think. So. Oh. Can we get through it or not? I, we can get through it. Are you doing that? Are you doing an apprentice where you hold your phone out in front of you? Yeah. I walked past oh. someone the other day doing that. I wanted to punch him. No, it doesn't work. I've tried it. it, it I wanted to punch him. He's yeah. walking down the street with it on speakerphone, holding his phone out like this. I thought you idiot. Yeah, it, I, I think those people try to be more important than they are. Yes. Yes. Okay, anyway, so, general election, I thought, general misdirection. So, you know, um, when they make these speeches, all these politicians, they usually use a phrase. Yes. So, um, uh, it's a bit dated, this one, but this lady's not paternity. 
Yes. Let's focus on the phrase and go, what would you turn? For example, my washing, the other cheek, make that the phone in. So find a very slight thing that the stupid comment they make and make that. There we, that, that, what did you do then? Not much. Go, but whatever you did when you said the words, the stupid comment, that sounded like a normal phone conversation. Well, I put my leg over the other leg. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um... How does that sound? Does that Worse. Sound? Worse. Better. Yeah. Not really. There. There. Well. <laughs> uh, but that's not... But then you're, what you're doing with that, that's not about the general election. That's just saying things that politicians have said through history. But it's, well, no, it's a general misdirection. So we, we focus on the comments that they're making, uh, of the speeches they're making now. Well, first of all, I, I, I'm not quite sure when Perda comes in. I think it's next week at some point. We'll check. Secondly, okay. how the hell does that work? Well, we just listen to the nonsense they say and then pick out the tiniest bit of nonsense and make that the phone in. Well, um, I will consider it and, um, yeah, considered. Right. 0344 1000 is the telephone number. Ways to make the, the, the general uh, election. Well, A, interesting... As um, a phone-in topic, um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Um, but also, just how to make it interesting in, in general, because it is really, really boring, isn't it? I, it? It's just so dull. Oh, God, it's so dull. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. And I, the next hour... I did what I think today was some excellent, excellent dadding. I only had my kids for about 20 minutes because I was working in the morning. Then I came back and then I had to pick them up from school, then drop them up at their grandma's, then coming back into London to uh, to do this. So I only had them for 20 minutes. And in that 20 minutes, we laughed a lot. And um, they were, uh, they'd heard, they heard about that footballer that had uh, a, a heart attack, cardiac arrest. It was a bit, and they said, well, what's cardiac arrest? And so I told them, and then they said, do babies ever have cardiac arrests? And there's a question. I went, well, yeah, sometimes they do. And, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, some babies are born and they're, they're dead. And, you know, but it doesn't happen very often. And then they said, here we go. Here's the, the seven-year-old said, daddy. How does a mummy make a baby? Boy, beautiful, beautiful. And I was driving and I thought for a bit and I said, that is an excellent question. That is an excellent question. Um, Now, it gets a bit complicated. Do you want the complicated version or the simple version? Um, and they wanted the complicated version. And I told them, I'll, I'll tell you pretty much what I said, um, just in case anyone's in any doubt as to how a lady does make a baby. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, um, briefly how I explained it to them. Um, but I, I, it, it was, it felt, uh, it felt, God say it felt good. It, it was the right thing to do. And I kind of, I, t- I told them, I told them, there's no point in, in, in making up silly stories, silly enough as it is, isn't it? How did you tell your kids where babies come from? Cause it, it, they're going to ask it. And I know that some people do the thing, you know, that, that they'll talk. In, I just, I told them about willies and vaginas and 
um, uh, cleared out a few things in my mind. Anyway, uh, 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. <laughs> 03444991000. The calmness in my voice. Um, well, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll uh, know that we're running around like headless chickens. How did you tell your kids about sex and where babies come from? Should we have that conversation? Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yesterday was kind of like the 4th of July. The way your face lit up the entire sky. Had to look away because it hurt my eyes. The way you hit me was a big surprise. Making any sense, but it felt okay. Ask you if it was my birthday. This kind of thing don't happen every day. Excited. 
and terrified. Oh! Oh! Kath, I forgot to say. Um, I've been, um, still not heard back from the New York Tourist Board. They've blown us out, haven't they? They've blown us out. I'll phone him up on Monday and see what, what the problem is. They've blown us out. For some reason, they were, they were all over us, and now... Um, they've not replied. Maybe they're scared that we're going to destroy New York. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because, because, because. No, he said he... Anyway. Um, he, because, because, because. Um, New York. We're taking the show to New York. July, uh, June the 12th to the 16th. We're going to be doing the shows from New York. Loads of pre-recorded stuff. You'll still be able to phone in. Don't worry. But you may not be, be able to phone in for the whole show. In fact, you won't be able to phone in for the whole show. Um, and there may be a couple of shows where you can't phone in. But... We've got some brilliant guests lined up. And I forgot, because I mentioned it, because I've got... I know I know people that live in America, in New York, um, simply because I'm on loads of monkeys pages on Facebook. So I kind of posted on there, guys, I just want... I mean, coming to New York, if anyone can help. Well, a friend of a friend of a friend got in touch and said, send me the details, Ian, and tell me the budget. So I replied, there's no budget. These are the dates we're coming. This is what the show is. Da-la-la. He went, OK, well, and then he introduced me to a friend of his and she she works hiring out studios. She said, how much money have you got? I said, honestly, we ain't got no money. I'm paying for the flights, the hotels. I'm pa- it's coming. The hope talk might be able to. But, but basically, I'm paying for it. She went, ah, OK, that's going to be tricky. But leave it with me. A woman I've never met, a woman I've never even spoken to in my life. Okay? And I thought, oh, well. That was kind of her to get in touch. This is about two weeks ago. Today, she sent me a Facebook message with about six or seven potential places, bars and clubs that we could do the show from that also then in the evening have really interesting things going on, like bands or um, actors rehearsing, all these kind of stuff. And she said, "Are any of these any good? For free?" And I and I've not I've not studied the list because I got it today and I was all over the place and was working. But I looked at it. I went, "This is amazing." She's come up with six or seven venues that will be happy for us to set up our little comrex, our little machine in the corner, plug into their internet, do a show, um, and also they're really interesting places. Um, and I glimpsed through it, and there are two, I can't remember what they are, but two really got me excited. And they're not definite, I've got, got to, I've then got to go and spend, but, 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 aren't people lovely? Aren't Americans lovely? I think Americans, I think the British are perhaps the most unhelpful people in the world. I mean, they're so unhelpful. The Americans, people I don't know, people who don't know what I do for a living, they only know me because I post nonsense about the monkeys, um are um helping out and finding us free places so just just so that we can promote their city wow is that amazing isn't that amazing it's a brilliant list of places she sent i'll i'll copy it and send, email it to, over to you Catherine, and i'll have a proper look at it tomorrow that'll be my project tomorrow to look at that um so i think we've got enough places to do the show from i know and some brilliant guests lined up brilliant guests i'm really hoping and if he's in new york we're going to talk to him we get chris gethard who does a beautiful anonymous podcast oh guys go, go and download it i've become addicted to it i cannot stop listening to it it is absolutely stunning absolutely stunning 
Anyway, the show goes on. 0344 499 1000. We've got over a thousand subscribers on the YouTube channel. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I think we've got the technical sorted out for this evening. Um, and we'll see how we go. Shall we, dear listener? Right. Let's go to Terry. Good evening, Terry. Hi there. Hello, Terry. Hi. Yeah. I'm, I'm finding on behalf of, te- of Phil. Okay. I think you know Phil and Gary. No. Uh, might have heard him he's normally drunk, Phil. Okay. Oh, is he the fella that, li- that lives in his shed? Yes, right, yeah. Right. I've got a little story about Phil. Um, when we, we lived in Big now, and Ill. Is it going to be a story that my listeners will find interesting, or... Is it a story that only people that know Phil will find interesting? No, no, I think you might find this interesting. Um, Right, okay, Terry, you've got to tell Phil to shut up. Uh, Yeah, I know, where's he in the living room at the moment? Right, if he chips in one more, I don't, because it's annoying, shut up, man. Shut up. (laughs) Just stop. No, and this isn't even, God, I hate drunk people. I'm, this is one of the reasons I don't drink is because drunk people are so boring. It, it, I yeah. don't want him chipping in, mate. Because it, 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 and I, then, then what he'll do is he'll chip in. Then he'll phone up five times to apologise. Then he'll spend the rest <laughs> of the week tweeting me to apologise. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Right. Well, so just just make sure it, it, make sure he doesn't chip in. Right. Okay. Um, well, well, I don't know where we've become mates, but anyway, um, I, I moved into a house. Next door to Phil. Um, They're 15 seconds. It took 15 seconds for him to chip in. I knew it. I I knew it. Stop. And he was cutting a tree down in the back of the garden. And I'd I'd only been there a couple of weeks. And I did warn him that uh, it was a bit close to my house and he needs to be a bit careful. There we go. No, no. That's it. 12 seconds. Now he's going to the toilet now. Flipping heck. Um, and he carried on cutting. I bet Nick Abbott's up. not doing this. <laughs> and uh, he cut it down, and it came through my house. That's actually quite an interesting story. Fair play. Uh, when you say it came through <laughs> your house, uh, what do you mean? It well, came I was lucky. I was lucky. I had I had the the main doors open um, at the back. And it did, literally, was in my, my living room. Wowzers. And it took the fence down. Well, we'll and uh, we'll some of my trees. I wouldn't be worried about the fence or the trees. I'd be worried about having a tree in my <laughs> living room. That would be... <laughs> oh, for and God's sakes. For some strange reason, we've yeah. become friends after that. Well, It took us uh, a whole day cutting it out. Yeah. Um, and we did sit there with a few beers. Uh, I don't know why we've become friends. I, I suspect I, know, I, I have my reasons, because you're, you're, you're both um, um, fans of excessive drinking. Well, oh, possibly that, yes. Yeah. Um, no, t- don't, no, let me talk to Phil, please. Hey, see you there. How are we in going? Stop chipping in, mate. I've, I, you know, it, it just sounds, it sounds awful. I know, it's dreadful, but I did, like, to Terry, just you talk. But you didn't, you you couldn't keep quiet for 15 seconds. 
I've used him in a way because I really wanted to get on. Well, why didn't you phone phone. up then? I hate it when there are people phoning up and there's someone talking in the background. I hate it. It's rude. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. And I don't. What I don't want is now another five phone calls and a load of tweets of you apologising. I promise you won't get that either. Good. I'll pass it back to Terry. Ian. What does he say? What did he say? Terry's talking to me. Sorry, Ian. Hold on a minute. Yeah, do you, you go and have a chat with Terry. <clears throat> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I tell you what, though. Um, we and I've had a lot of phone calls tonight, haven't we? It's just dawned on me this week. We have had absolutely loads of phone calls. There are some shows that only get three phone calls in a two-hour show, and they're the same. It's the same boring racist. We're getting loads of callers and loads of new calls, so thank you for that. Um, I do appreciate you uh, spreading the word. I should say very quickly, a little bit of self-promotion, that Catherine and I are bringing a live show to Manchester on two dates. Um, so we're doing this show, the, the talk radio show, uh, on May the 5th in, in someone's house in Manchester. Then the day after that, May the 6th, we're staying up in Manchester and we're doing a show at a small theatre in the middle of town. In the evening, there are seven tickets left for that. And then we're coming back on Saturday, July the 29th, I think it is, as part of the Manchester Fringe. And we're doing uh, a show. It's called The Rabbit Hole. We we sit and we chat and we talk nonsense and we chat to the audience and we uh, invite people to call in and we record it. Uh, We're doing that, I think it's about one o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, July the 29th. I'm going to be honest, we've only sold ten tickets for that. So, I know it's somewhere away. They're only a tenner. If you want tickets for either of those Manchester shows, um, and the Eddie Large show I'm doing, but that's for another day, Saturday, May the 6th, or Saturday, July the 29th, if you go to ticketsource.co.uk slash ian-lee. Ticketsource.co.uk slash ian-lee. L double E. Um, and you can get tickets for that. Um, there's only seven left for May the 6th. There's about 130 left for um, the 29th of July. Um, onwards and upwards, um, Catherine's taken to writing little descriptions of who's coming up next on my switchboard, which is very amusing. Yes, Paul. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Paul. Yes. Yeah. I've got, I've, I'm, 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 I've been thinking about our last conversation. What? Remind me of it. Well, it's obviously boring, otherwise you'd, you'd have remembered well, it. Well, the thing is, I confuse you with a gentleman called Luke. No, I'm, I'm not Luke here. I know, but no. that's why I don't... Um, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not sure what you mean by you don't know. I've got I, don't remember the com- I don't remember our last conversation. Oh, it was boring then, weren't it? Well, no, I, Don't worry well, about it. Well, rem- oh, you, you, now you weren't the fella that had a barbecue in a tent. Yeah. Right, I, I thought, thought that, it- that was that was Luke. No, it was Paul. Anyway, I've got some bolts to tonight. This is a commercial radio. I'd have thought, well, I don't know what ever fixes switch. I think, <laughs> or I can't be sure. Yes. I was sodomised. Oh my goodness a... gracious me! That really um, came oh, out of left of centre. Pardon? 
That was a surprise that you said that. Yeah, I think. I can't be sure. No. Because I was only very young. But he had a, a bad teeth and a burgundy Ford Fiesta. Now, I wouldn't mind it. It would have been a bit better oh. if it had a better car. Oh. And all of a sudden, yes. I'm late 40s now. I'm, I'm nearly hitting 50. Yes. And everything has come all at once. It's given me a massive boot up the arse. Did, now, sorry, did he sodomise you or boot you up the arse? I'm confused. No, no, I, I can't remember what he did. I know he had bad teeth and a burgundy Ford Jester. Right. Um, how is this, this... I mean, what you're you're saying is, is is quite shocking. I've got some more for you, Ian. OK, look. Because you, you said... The, I... You know when I put the uh, barbecue in the... It's a bibby. Not a tent. I don't know what people call them tents. I don't know what a bivy. A bivy is like a small tent, is it? Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's, it's like an igloo shape, so you can put your bed in a certain way. Or your tent. I don't like them being called tents, because I can't fish them. I'm not camping. Okay. I'm, I'm, fish, I'm fishing. Yes. So I find that rather offensive. I, I poly- but yet a man sodomising you in a car, that's fine. Me calling a biffy a tent, that is, that is offensive. No, 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 no. We've got, we got the standard. It's a, it's a, it's a bivvy, I'm fishing. It's yes. a, a cart bivvy. It's not a tent. Okie doke. Um, I've got another one for you. Okie doke. So I was pretty boring. I was a bit boring the other night. And I, uh, but I am a boring... But are you telling me this story about the gentleman that sexually abused you as a child? To, have you, are you saying that just to sound interesting? No, I wouldn't make it up here. And I cry. How, how I, have you... Um, how have you? This is seriously. You're joking. This is incredible. If this actually happened, right? Well, uh, I don't. I can't remember. Yeah, Ian. that's why I'm saying if, and I'm not saying that you've made it up. But I'm saying sometimes our brain confabulates and it makes up. Um, yes. It, it, yeah. Well, I hope. I hope has done that. But what? What? How old were you? I, I was. I was a train spotter. It's a pedophile's dream, Ian. Well, no, they're, they're dreams of children. But how old were you? It took me to see some trains at uh, Ripley. The, the, they've got steam trains at Ripley. It yeah. took me there. Yeah. How old were you? I can't remember. Probably eleven or twelve. Because mm. that is a that's a horrific story that you've recounted, and it's interesting, isn't it? How um, quite often to cope with horror like that. Um, we make jokes about it. I, well, is it? I've known a lad who I've worked with um, probably 20 years plus, I should think. Yes. And um, I met him at the pub tonight, and he was talking to me, and he went, yeah, I knew. Right. No, he... He, he had an idea that I'd been... Um, yeah, um, interfered with. Um, how come? What? How come you only just remembered it? What? What happened to? No, to... no, no, no. My my, my life has been. Uh, I can't swear. No, it's been a, a, a S storm. Yeah, 
Right, so I've got some others for you as well. But how, how did you... No, hang on. about that, Ian, it, well, but you brought it up, Paul. I just wondered what 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 triggered that memory. I've had to, well, I've looked back at my life, and I've had a series of events through 2016 and late 2015 mm. that have um, uh, just seems to be one thing after another, and it, everything seems to have hit me mm. all in one. Um, Boot up the arse, Rob. I mean, hmm. and it all seems to have come back all in one hit. Everything. How does it make you it's feel all... as a person? Uh, I, I've, I've got, um, I, uh, rented, no, I, no, I, when I got married, my stepdaughter moved into my house. Yes. And I went down there um, yesterday, yes. and my head was whizzing. Yeah, I bet. And I went down there, and uh, there was... Um, I've been asking him to buy it for two years, so I don't want to hassle from it. Yeah. And there was dog... Um, dog mess? Ex- yes, yes, everywhere, all over the backyard. been there for uh, quite some time. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and all rubbish, uh, stuff down the side. And uh, I thought, well, she's moved out now, because... Her mother-in-law has won the lottery, so she's bought a bigger... I'm going to be honest, house. I have got absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Um, my stepdaughter bought a bigger and better house. Right, yeah. Than the one that I wanted her to buy, which was mine, because I don't want to hustle from it. Right. And I went down there, and it was strewn in dog doings. Right. Dust all over the floor. I'm worried about you, man. Because you're, you're, uh, the last... Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. The last two phone calls, listen for a second, the the last, this phone call and the last one, um, you've really struggled, and I think you acknowledge it yourself in the last call, you've really struggled to, um, to, to... to Focus. Focus, exactly the right word, focus on one thing. And you're all over the shop. You, 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 your sentences are coming and stories are starting and you're picking up another story halfway through. Um, and if this um, memory of being sexually abused as a child is... Well, even if it's not real, but, you know, it, false memories can still feel real. Um, it sounds very, very traumatic, uh, Paul. But, no, but I didn't think about these things before. It's only been this, it's only been this last few... Um, yeah. There's a reason. Probably last six months. Yeah, well, then there's a reason that it's all coming to the surface. It's a series of events here. A series of events through my life. I lost the. I keep. It's all morbid, isn't it? No, it's dumb. It's life, man. It's life. Me, me godmother died. Me, my auntie. She, she was a Christian. And um, so she really suffered. Yeah. Motor neurons disease, really horrible. And I, and she was a Christian. Yeah. Again, you're going off on another tangent, dude. Yeah, I know I am. I'm absolutely Who not have you, um... Pardon? Who have you, um, um, got to talk to about this? Well, I can't talk to my wife because... Why not? Yeah. Because she has anxiety as well, and I don't want to drive her nuts. Okay. That's with me. 
Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I ain't got to live with it. Well, I don't, I don't know, but, but you see, here's the thing. Taking a tablet or... Um, we go. We're going off another tangent, dude. I'm, I'm just highlighting no. it, not to make fun of you or belittle you, but just so you, that you, you're aware that you, you, you are going off on tangents a little bit. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Um, but, but I've had counselling and it doesn't really work for me. Because um, I just walk out of there blubbering and crying and say, time's up. And then I go and think about all the things they've said to me. Yeah. And I, I don't feel any better. It, it, don't, it doesn't, up. well, it doesn't work, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't make you feel, um, it's like chiselling away. My my boys have got these, um, uh, these, they get, they love these toys you can get, right? And what it is, it's a bit of rock. It's a lump of rock. It's like white sort of rock. You get a little chisel and a little hammer, tiny, and you chip away and chip away and chip away. And there's two types of them. There's one of them that's got, um, you, you keep chipping away and there's like little um, fo- pretend fossils in, in there. Or the one that's the most fun is you chip away and chip away and there's little wiggly worms in there. But what the boys do with it is they get this rock and they go, right, we're going to do this now. And they'll sit there and they'll chip away and they'll chip away for about 20 minutes. Then they'll get bored and they'll go off. And then they'll come back later in the day and they'll chip a bit more and you'll see the tail of the wiggly worm and then they'll get bored. And then three days later they'll come back and a little bit more and a bit more. And, and, and it, it can take them three or four months just to get a little two inch worm out of a bit of rock, right? And that's what right. therapy is like. Therapy, you go in and you, for 45 minutes, you chip away and you chip away and you might not see anything and you go back next week and then you chip away and chip away and you might just get a little tail of, of, of the wiggly worm or the, something that's bothering you and then you go back the next week and you chip away and you keep chipping away and you keep chipping away and, uh, there could be a dozen wiggly worms in the rock that is your soul. You don't know. So therapy isn't you do it once and then you go, oh, I feel better. Generally, uh, if I come out of a therapy session feeling worse than when I went in, um, it, 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 to me, it says it's doing some good because it means I'm, I'm accessing the stuff that needs to be accessed. A good therapist will help you, you know, spend the last five, ten minutes of the session kind of bringing you back in so you can go out and function in the world. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it takes my time. My soul's burning here. My soul's burnt. I feel sorry for you, brother. I can feel it. I can hear it in your voice. And you, my you, soul's burnt. You deserve better. But you see, I can go and see a counsellor, Ian, and um, it's not going to help my financial... No. Um, it's not going to help that. And, and obviously, now my stepdaughter's left the rented house. That's put more pressure on me to find more money. Yeah. Um... My wife used to work in education. She used to come in with her head booming, and I told her to pack it in. And then ever, since then, everything's gone absolutely uh, crazy. Everything's gone mad. Okay. Well, I'm sorry everything's going mad for you, Paul. I, I, and um, I, I, I'm glad that you feel you can trust me and have a chat with me from time no, to time. No, I, I like to talk. I, I, I'm grateful for you for listening. Thank you. All right, Paul. Take care, mate. Speak soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There we go. We're all, we're all troubled souls, aren't we? Um, thank you for that, Paul. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Ah, oh, man alive. Let's go to John. Evening, John. Good evening, Ian. How you doing, fella? I'm very well, very well. What you got um, for us, boss? Hey, yeah, I was just thinking, uh, obviously, you and Catherine are looking forward to going to New York. Oh, yes. 
yes. Very good. Very much so. Did you know, <clears throat> and I don't know whether you did or not, uh, did you know that um, there are big Apple greeters in New York? It's a oh. voluntary organisation. Oh, yeah, go on. Uh, that basically, um, if you can request a big Apple greeter to meet you um, when you travel over, and they will show you around um, the sites and take you wherever you want to go. It's a completely free. Oh, really? Of course, yeah. Oh, well, maybe we should... Um, well, you're, you're being more useful than the uh, tourist board, who are all very friendly with us for a while and then seem to have gone a little bit um, quiet. I'm not quite sure um, why. Um, all right, well, that, but, well, how do you know this? Have you have you met these people? I, I've not done... I've never done it myself because I've not been to New York yet. Oh, have you not? Oh, mate, um, you've got... It's, it is one of the best cities in the world. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll get over there. I might get over this year, I'm not sure. Do it, do but, it, um, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, a friend of mine went uh, quite some years ago, and um, he was like, we're going to New York. He was taking his wife over uh, for a nice long weekend, yeah. and he thought to himself, well, I don't know New York. I don't know where to go or what to do. You can go to the normal places, I suppose. And uh, he had a look around the internet. And uh, found that there's a voluntary organisation called the Big Apple Greeter dot oh. org, and uh, he got in contact with them. Met this lovely man. He took them out. He bought them lunch. Yeah. He what? Wouldn't let them pay for. He anything. bought them lunch. He bought them lunch. This is it, you see. This is it. The, the, the Americans, like Americans, get a tough rap, right? I was going to say that to you, but they are the nicest people. In the entire world. I, 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 honestly, they are so friendly. So friendly. Yeah, yeah very much so. Um, thank um, you for I that, John. To... We'll, have, um, I... we'll, we'll, we'll dig that out. Yeah, definitely do that, because honestly, I, I've had loads of good reports. You can donate when you come home if you wish. Yeah. And, uh, but it is a free service Lovely, to John. celebrate the city. Thank you very much indeed. Um, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Is this Phil or Terry? It's Phil. Why are you calling in? Is that Beautiful Anonymous? With, with, I'm phoning, hopefully I'm anonymous. I'm going to get so many apologetic, I'm going to get so many apologetic tweets and I really can't be bothered with it. So, anyway, I want to tell you a story and... Okay. Um, Jonathan! Evening! Oh, no, it's not. Never mind. <laughs> You're just going to have to get used to that. Yeah, you? that racist guy has let us down. Well, I just wanted to let you know that I'm back off holiday, so you can now unpause the show. Oh, God, oh, br- hey, br- hey, brilliant. All right, Cass, Ed, wake <laughs> up. Jonathan's back. Wake up. We'll start taking calls. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Thank Dave. you. No, I've been catching up while I've been away. The uh, three uh, callers per hour show, uh, three callers per show, you know what I mean? Uh, that that was beautiful. That was such compelling. It was good, wasn't it? It worked. And 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 um, I've had a lot of tweets saying, "Well done, Ian. That was brilliant." But 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 two things. First of all, kind of nicked, you know, ever such a, a slight bit of the premise from this wonderful podcast, Beautiful Anonymous. And secondly, it only worked because me and Catherine are psychically connected, and she <laughs> ha- no, this is, well, that, that may, may not be true. But 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 she has been working in radio longer than me. And she has got this skill that not many people have, where with just a very short conversation, she clue- is clued in as to whether someone is going to work in that form. Someone's got a 
story or not hidden away. Um, and yeah, it, like, it, only, it only worked because she chose three brilliant people. And, you know, I'm sure that there are other others of those people that called in that would also have made a, a, an interesting show and a, a different show. Remember, you're on a camera, Catherine. Um, so, uh, you know, and, but the three she chose made that show very special. And people, a few people said, you should, are you going to do it again? Um, yeah, maybe, but not for a while. Not for a while. The next bank holiday, oh, the next bank holiday, May the 1st, we have got a, we've got a fantastic show lined up for you. Oh, it's fantastic. I did like the, uh, the chances that phoned in the following few days saying, well, if you, if you stuck with me, I would have given you this and it. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) Outrageous. Oh, I've stopped streaming Um, for some reason, so I don't know why. Let's start again. Um, yeah, outrageous. Um, yeah, never mind. Uh, great actor, bad movie. Yes. Christopher Lloyd. Thanks very much for calling. Why is that such a hard concept for people to grasp? Genuinely annoys me. <laughs> Why is it such a hard concept? Great actors in bad movies. All right. You could say, you could say, I like the movie, but it's a bad movie. Laurence Olivier in The Jazz Singer with Neil Diamond. I like that film. I've got a lot of affection for it. It's 45 minutes too long, okay? So that would work as an example. Laurence Olivier is a great actor, right? Christopher Lloyd, he's a good actor. He's a fun actor. He's not a great actor, is he? 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights Ian Lee on air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yeah, ah, uh, yeah, ah. Uh. Here come the men in black. Galaxy Defenders. Defending the Galaxy. I've never seen that film. Have you seen Men in Black, um, Dennis? No. Okay. Um, what you got for us? I just want to say good evening, and I want to recommend your your uh, place in Manchester to all these people who are coming. Yes. I've had one, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm trying to all you people, for God's sake, go and watch this man. He's a good lady as well. well. Have a roaring time. Well. Um, so there you are. That, it could be argued that I am a genius. You are, yes. Thank without you. a doubt. Thank you. We appreciate that. Well, thank you, Dennis. It's a slightly different show that we're doing Oh, God, I'm doing one of those Ian Lee versus Radios in Birmingham. I've forgotten about that. <laughs> um, it's a slightly different show to the one that you saw. But, um, we're, we're, yes, it should be a lot of fun. Well, it would, I enjoyed your show. Well, thank you very much indeed, but I'm not doing that show. Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Obviously, you're a genius, and so you'd uh, get something that was doing. Thank you, sexy. All right. No, no, there we go. That guy caught him unawares, didn't it? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one. Well, Windy Pops uh, is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. I can't, I can't, Ed, get it to that feature because my computer is working at maximum capacity. That box won't come up. Can I have a look? Can I have you? Come and have a look. My computer is working at maximum capacity. Don't tell me I've got to buy a new computer. Oh, that would be a hardship, wouldn't it? Well, let's see what happens next week. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Oh, it's that. Oh, I see. I was clicking the wrong uh, thing. Um, zero. Uh, uh. Oh, three, four. We've had a, a steady stream of phone calls this evening, haven't we? 
Um, haven't we? We've had absolutely um, loads and loads of people. Loads of new callers this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's, it's appreciated. Um, it, we, are, we enjoy it. We love it. Um, we're very, very happy. Um, so, yes, so my eldest said, how do you make a baby? And I told them that we were driving. I, I would rather have told them when we weren't driving, but he asked, and I said, well, do you want the, do you want the complicated version? Because it gets complicated. I said, yes. And um, it's the first time I've said, well, a man puts his willy inside a lady. What? In her mouth? I said, no. You know that um, ladies don't have willies. They have vaginas. Well, a man puts oh, his willy inside the lady's vagina. And um, that can sometimes make a baby because does she need an anesthetic when it goes in? I said, no. There's a, we get this thing called lube. And I didn't say that. Um, and I then had to explain what semen was. And, um, and it all came, it, I say it all came, uh, it, I had to explain semen and eggs and, you know, and it goes in there and sometimes it makes a baby and sometimes it doesn't. And, uh, can a, can a man have a baby? Said my youngest. I said, no, cause he hasn't got a woman inside her tummy. She's got like this, this thing called a womb and, and that kind of helps the baby grow. It's like a little pouch in the stomach and a baby grows in there and a man hasn't got that. Can a woman have a baby without a man? Uh, well, yeah, but then it gets really complicated. Oh, it was, it was brilliant. I'm glad we, I'm glad we had that conversation. And at the end, I, and I, when I said, when the man puts his willy inside the lady, ah, and I kind of agree with that sentiment. I kind of agree with that. Um, but we had the conversation at the end. I said, any more questions, guys? No, no, no. I said, well, you're not feeling embarrassed, are you? Because sometimes they get a bit embarrassed when we talk about bodies and things like that. And they said no. And I said, OK, right, fine. If uh, any more questions, then let me know. And um, we will, you know, I will do my best to uh, to answer them for you. Um, so, there. How did you tell your kids? Because I, I, someone needs to tell them. I don't mind. Seven is... I mean, seven, the seven-year-old got it better. Uh, hang on a minute. What? Hello, Ian? Why... Listen. Why are you doing this to yourself? It's the drunk... It's drunk Phil again, by the way. Why are you doing this uh, to yeah. yourself? Well, you're probably expecting me to say, oh, I apologise. No, I'm expecting you to make a. I'm expecting you to make another tedious phone call. Yeah, yeah. See that, Terry? I'm just walking home now with a dog, Ian. I can't be bothered to Twitter or nothing like that. I can't can't be bothered with that. I just want to have a little chat. Okay, go on then. Okay, you're hard on your callers sometimes, aren't you? I'm hard on the the boring ones. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if you're boring. Everyone's sometimes boring, isn't they? Well, no, it does matter when I'm in the ratings game. Um, so my my um, uh, job is to to get numbers, to get people listening, and uh, part of my job is to to get interesting stories out of people. And it's really, really, really hard for me to do that when that person is drunk because um, drunk people are boring. And here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, Phil. Drunk people. Don't think they're boring. They think they're interesting. Tipsy. Tipsy. No, mate. Drunk. Drunk. Okay, but I've still got a contribution to make to it. Well, you haven't so far, and this is your third phone call. 
Well, I hope you don't cut me off, but I, all I want to do is engage in the conversation. Right. And, right. But I must admit... Get to, get to the point, then, because you spent three minutes so far being a boring drunk, so get to the point. Well, there's no point, really, in a way. You're cutting off your phone signal's going, your speech is going... Well, I don't... Why have you called in? For a third well, time. Ian, in, instead of tweeting, right, I thought I'd phone back instead of tweeting you. Right, well, then say something interesting. Like what? You've called me. Well, Mum, OK, fair play, yeah. Okay, what do you mean, sorry. OK, fair play? Well, 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 of course, OK, fair play. I'm speaking sense. You have phoned in a phone-in radio show. One would assume that most people phoning in a phone-in radio show have phoned in because they have something to say. You're giving me, you're actually giving me a chance as well, aren't you? I'm supplying the rope. You are, actually. Okay. <laughs> oh dear. Shouldn't be drinking, really, should I? I couldn't give a stuff whether you're drinking or not. You certainly shouldn't be phoning me afterwards, though. No, suppose not. For a third time in one night. No, sorry, phoned the first time. No, you were still talking. You were talking in the background every twelve seconds. I was timing it. Was you? You were telling a rubbish story, though, weren't you? Better than this. Is it? Oh, yes, mate. Okay. I better go. Yeah, okay. I look forward to, what, the yeah. next call? Are you going to phone in before 12 or after? No, I won't phone in because I've got nothing to say now. Okay, doke. I don't believe you. I reckon eight minutes past 12. We'll get call number four. Oh, what's our phone number? Oh three four 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 nine nine, one thousand is the telephone number. A, a lot of the um, papers today—they're having a go at Nicki Minaj. Now, all I know about Nicki Minaj is she's got a big bump. That's it, right? She's a pop singer. They're having a go at her. Have you seen why they're having a go at her? It's brilliant. It's brilliant. She's making a pop video in London, and in one of the scenes. She's not that far from Westminster Bridge, where um, that fella ran those people down. And so they're having a go at her for that, saying it's insensitive. Hang on a second. Did you call Philip Schofield insensitive when he walked across that bridge less than 24 hours after the terror incident? Surely Nicki Minaj is doing what we should all be doing. She's sticking two fingers up at ISIS. She's saying, I won't let... Did she film it before? Did she really? Oh, for... I didn't even realise that. Rapper Nicki Minaj has been criticised for releasing her new music video featuring scenes on Westminster Bridge just weeks after the... Oh, I didn't... I thought she'd been filming there today. Even if she'd been filming there today, that would have still been okay. That would have still been absolutely right, and we should have been applauding her, going, well done, Nicki Minaj. Well done for filming a pop video um, and showing that uh, you will not be beaten by terror. Uh, the video, but, he, but she filmed it before, so what's the problem? Is it, it's not like, um, is, West, is Westminster Bridge the new Jimmy Savile? And we've got to cut it out of everything. 
I think, yeah, thing is, there, um, th- yeah, this screening of Hitchcock's Vertigo, we're gonna have to cut out, not Vertigo, um, the one, the one that's set in London, you know, with, um, Barry Van Dyke going, lovely, lo- we're gonna have to cut out the scenes filmed on Westminster Bridge, yet, yeah, mm, ah, four weddings and a funeral, yeah, we're gonna have to cut out the scenes on Westminster Bridge, yeah, that's what ISIS want, they want us to forget that Westminster Bridge ever existed! The video for No Frauds shows the star rapping while sitting on the bridge. It had been claimed that Minaj would be cutting the scenes filmed a day before the filmed a day before the attack. Which also stars Lil Wayne and Drake. Yeah, they should um, uh, uh, also, of course, of course, of course, um, uh, uh, ban any mention of the Champs Elysees. Yeah, and of course, when we go to New York. Um, we won't be broadcasting actually from New York uh, in respect to all the people who lost their lives on September the 11th. This is the most ridiculous, made up, it's in all the papers. I've just picked it from the start, but it's in the sun as well. I think it's in the mail. Of all the made up, ridiculous stories. But the clip, which shows the Houses of Parliament in the background and opens with Big Ben, still features the London landmark. In a Twitter backlash... Sweet Lord. A Twitter backlash. Um, F- Ethan XRIH wrote, I thought Mickey was editing outlaw shots of Westminster Bridge. L. Catlow added... Oh, you're joking. Nicki Minaj by Westminster Bridge? Too soon. <laughs> it's too soon to go near <laughs> Westminster Bridge. No, it's not. No, it's not. What an absolutely ridiculous um, th- th- thing to have a go at it for. Ridiculous. Absolute balls. Another hour to go, dear listener. You can watch on uh, YouTube now. We've got it all sorted. There's still a little bit of lag between the picture and the sound. We'll work on that, don't worry. Amelia and Kira will come to you after the news, give you a fair crack of the whip. Um, you can watch on YouTube if you go to youtube.com slash the rabbit hole TV. The rabbit hole TV. Subscribe if you, if you're watching the video, there's a little rabbit hole logo in the corner. If you click on that, you can subscribe. Oh, it's very clever what they can do with computers these days. Over a thousand subscribers. That's brilliant. Thank you. There were 600 on Monday. Isn't that brilliant? I've had that channel for ages and not done anything with it. We're going to turn it into something very, very exciting. That's the plan. Once we get it worked out exactly what we can and we can't do in this studio on the radio show with it, and we'll be streaming it on there, we still might do Periscope and Facebook from time to time. But at the moment, I want to focus on that. Um, Like I say, when we go to New York, we're going to be um, streaming stuff on there. We're going to be making little short films. We're going to be um, uh, uh, interviewing people and filming it. All this kind of stuff. So go to rabbit uh, youtube.com slash the rabbit hole TV and um, you can uh, subscribe and, and sp- spread the word. And also, 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 I've had a couple of short films sent in by listeners. Dredge sent me a very funny film today called Dredge. It's only two and a half minutes long. Perfect. Uh, and it's very funny. Um, Daniel's uh, psychedelic documentary about radio is there. Um, Gingerbeard Mark is, he's, I'm going to put his video up at some point. Um, so I, I do want to have a little section that's going to be made by you, dear listener. Um, 
how do I, not, not everything is going to get on there. It's not a free for all, you know, it's not, um, you know, it's, it's not the, uh, the gallery in, in, in take heart and every, anything gets on. There will be, oh, I'm late for the break. I do, I'll shut up. Across the UK, online and on DAV. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Amelia and Kira. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. How you doing? You all right? Yeah, we're good. Thanks. Uh, what, what can I do for you this? Uh, what, hang on, what day is it? Fri- Friday evening, Saturday morning. What can I do for you? We think we have a very funny story that we think you enjoy. Well, well, the fact that you're using the word think twice implies to me that maybe you're not that confident about it. (laughs) We find it very funny, but we're not sure if it's your sort of humour. Well, I have a very sophisticated sense of humour. I'm not sure, but we can tell you anyway and see if you like it. Um, yeah, sure, why not? Go on. Okay, so... I've I've only got Pablo and Cleo lined up to talk to, so you take as long as you want. (laughs) Okay. Um, So it was my dad's birthday. Bearing in mind his birthday's in the middle of summer. Yeah. And I had a couple of friends round between the age of 15 and 16. Yeah. And, um... We decided that we were going to mess about like normal teenagers and be a bit stupid. Yeah, why not? Beautiful. That's what it's all about, being young. Yes! Yeah, definitely. And um, we, I had in my room about eight or nine of those like polystyrene pillows. Sorry? What, like the polystyrene pillows. I had quite a lot of them in my room. What do you like mean polystyrene? Like oh, do you mean the ones that got like little b- b- polystyrene balls in there instead of feathers? Yeah. Yeah, I know the ones you mean. Yeah. All right, yeah, groovy. Yeah. So I had those and I decided to say, why don't we cut them open? What a brilliant. How old are you? I'm 16. What a brilliant. Yeah, of course you're 16. That's why you decided to cut them open. That's a brilliant idea. Yep, definitely. So I. Yeah, I cut them open and um, hit them all round my room. Oh and my then we was like, that's a bit boring. This was for your dad's birthday? Yeah, this was on my dad's birthday when he had wow, about... you must love him. You must love that guy so, birthday. so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my friend Emily, who's with me now, she was there and she, she was like, yeah, agreed with me and said, this is boring. So yeah, boring. So we decided... That we would also tip out the front windows, the yes. back windows, and in every single room. Oh, wow. So, in every room, I dotted each friend round and dedicated them to a room. Yes. And we were doing snow angels and the polystyrene pillows. So, yes. they looked, all the adults looked out the window and was like, it's snowing, it's snowing, it's snowing, it's snowing, it's snowing, it's snowing, it's snowing. And everything. Yeah. And. Basically, he he thought, what's going on? It's like the middle of summer. It's been yeah. boiling hot all day. I can't snow in the middle of summer. That's crazy. So we was like, well, I think we're going to get in trouble for this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Oh, oh, boy, really oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Let me just say, if you were my kid, <laughs> yeah, you would be in very serious trouble for this. Yes, <laughs> very serious trouble. 
Yep. And then the adults thought it, it was a bit strange and something wasn't right. So they were thinking, what's going on? Where could this be coming from? What's going on? What's happening? Is it something bad? One of my dad's friends, Sam, said, it's the kids. Mm. Oh, did, is, did detective, kids. is he? I think so. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. yeah. And we was like, uh-oh. So that we heard them all storming upstairs. Bear in mind, there was about 20 adults. They were all like, heard, like a herd of elephants. Yeah. <laughs> Up the stairs. And it was just like, oh, God. Yes. And um, basically, they came into the room. Yes. And we were all giggling on the floor, doing snow angels, really yeah. enjoying ourselves. Yeah, you're having a great time. Uh, uh, unaware of the nuclear bomb that's about to be dropped on you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes, yes. yes. So then we were like, uh-oh. And then we just carried on doing By the way, can angels. I interrupt for a second, right? The drunk bloke, drunk Phil that's been phoning in, his mate Terry, Paul from Stoke Poges, and several other callers, right? This, yeah. These young ladies, who are about a third of your age, have been infinitely more entertaining than any of your calls combined. I'm just saying that. You carry on. You're doing a great job. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, we was like snow angels, like snowball fights. We, made, we picked up loads of them from each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got them all in my hair. I had really long hair, so they were all sticking to my hair. Yeah. Um, my friend Emily, she's got really long hair. It was in plaits. She's got it everywhere and hair. everything. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So we all had an adult to us, dedicated by my dad. Yeah. Um, and, well, they had to get the Henry Hoovers out. Aye. And Hoover us. The Henrys came out. Yep. <laughs> um, well, uh, uh, and how, I mean, how much trouble were you in? Um, well, bearing in mind we're still finding polystyrene pillow, like, <laughs> balls today. <laughs> like, we pulled our carpets up. We've just got new carpets, and, like, yeah, they're still here. If you were my kids, I mean, this happened last summer, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you'd still be grounded. You'd still be grounded. You're 16 now, you'd be grounded <laughs> until you're 21. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Not, I'm very surprised that I'm not. Yeah. I'm very surprised, actually. Yeah. Well, you, 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 it sounds like you've got you've got dad wrapped around your lift. Is that your sister? That so? Who is this? Is this a me? Uh, 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 Kira. This is Kira. Yeah. Right, and and your sister's Emily. Yes. All right. Uh, uh, okay. All right. Well, um, you sound like an absolute nightmare. The pair of you. <laughs> Keep, Thank you. Keep, keep, yeah, exactly, and it was meant as a compliment, and you took it in exactly the right way. Keep on being nightmares. Don't ever Thank grow you. up. That, there you go. There you go. Thank you, Emily and uh, and Kira. I appreciate that. Paul, hello. That's that's how you do an interesting phone call, mate. I'm on the air, yeah. Yes, yes. Paul, yeah. That is how okay, those. I do have actually something I have just thought of that is actually entertaining. No, no. What I want you to do is just. Did you hear that last call? Yes, right, I enjoyed stop, it. Right, good. I want you to think about that call and think about how you can make that. that what are you? You're you're forty five, yeah. No, I'm not 45. What are you, 43? You're about the same age as me. I'm 40. 
Oh, yeah, about the same age as me. Right, good. You sound up. Yeah. Yes. Hang, hang on a second. I'll, I'll take this. Emily and Kira. Yeah. Why have you called back in? You go. What? What do you want now? Okay. Right. No, I'm Paul. Some... I'm talking to some young ladies who provided the, the highlight of the show so far. You could learn okay. a lot by listening to them. Emily Sorry. and Kira, why have you called in? We missed a bit of the story. Oh, what what bit of the story was that? We forgot to say yes. that we made a snowman using glue as well. You can't make a snowman with them because they don't stick together. You can with glue. Now, Paul, look at that. I mean, that is beautiful. That okay. is, that is, they are, listen, if the future is, if they're a representation of the, the, the future, we'll be all right. With girls like that, with young people like that, using their imaginations and their creativity and their naughtiness. Um, that, now, so they are 15, 34, so they're a third of your age, right? A yeah, third of your, a third of your life, 40. a third of your life experience, right? And yet, infinitely, infinitely more entertaining. Okay, can I say what I found out that I just thought of? I knew that you'd phone in again. I told you, didn't I? Yeah, there is, I think, entertaining that I just thought of. I bet it's not. I think it is quite entertaining. You know, I said before, I believe everyone has a chuckle muscle and should exercise it every day. I hope this does. You know, real old-fashioned original breakfast TV used to have aerobics women doing exercises, yeah, to music. I can... Now, uh, th- this is what, partly why your stories are so um, ineffectual, is they miss okay, out... Right. They miss out um, significant detail. Let me fill in some significant detail to bring a bit of much-needed colour to this story. One of the colours, of course, being green, because you're referring to the green goddess, and of no, course, I'm Mad... Not. And I'm of course, Mad... On ITV, yeah, Ma- which, yeah, which I'm about to get to, Mad Lizzie. Okay, right. And my thing I've just thought of is the music she should have done this, the, this. the exercises to should be by, by a band called Thin Lizzy. Why? Her name was Mad Lizzy. Oh. Yes, but she should have used the music by the band Thin Lizzy. But her name was Mad Lizzy. Yeah. Really? You've really learnt nothing, Paul? Maybe I'm... Maybe I... I no, oh, I'm a good teacher. I'm a good teacher. Maybe I've got this wrong. Um, it, it just embarrasses me to go from such a high-quality phone call from the youth to an awful... No wonder the country's screwed. No wonder Brexit is happening. No wonder we're having a general election two years after the last general election. I think I'm going to sit this one out. Oh, three. In fact, people... Are, here we go. Old men like me and Paul should not be allowed to vote in this election, right? If you're, they're talking about uh, they, they, every time there's a vote or an election, and it, I think it happened in the Scottish referendum, didn't they? They reduced the age to 16. I think they did for the Scottish referendum. I think so. I know that every time they, they, they talked about it for the, the EU referendum, that was David Cameron's big mistake because they would, might have swung the vote. They always talk about it every, every general election. We should lower the voting age to, to 16. And it, it would never happen. It would never happen. But what they should do is they should only let 16 and 17 year olds and 50, people under the age of 18, 17 and under should be the only people allowed to vote in a general election. 
They'd sort this country out straight away. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. I tell you what we'll do. Next school holidays, there won't be one for a while because we've just missed one. Um, and we'll flag it up in advance, in a week or two in advance. We'll do one show during the school holidays where only people under the age of 18 can phone in. We'll, we'll, get, we'll be all right with that. I've got to get parents' permission and we'll sort out all the ramifications and all of that. Take a little bit of, a little bit of brain work. But we'll do it. We'll do it on a night when it's, it's school holidays, so it's June, July, something like that. I don't know when, when they are. Um, and we'll flag it up and, um, we will, um, only take calls from people under the age of 18. That's what we'll do. And it'll be, I, I guarantee this, it will be the best show that we have ever done. I guarantee it. 0344-499-1000. You can watch, of course, on youtube.com forward slash the rabbit hole TV. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Do the hustle. Don't forget, Sunday, Sunday, Sundays, um, 7 till 10. It's, um, um, uh, why have I mine gone? Why can't I remember the, the, Bob Mills? Bob Mills. Bob Because I was thinking Bill. I was thinking, oh, Bill's not the guy, isn't it? Bob Mills. Bob Mills. And um, then on um, 10 o'clock uh, on Sunday night, it's the, the, the king of bullshine. And I love it, love it, love it. Um, Howard Hughes, it's such a good show. Such a good show. Pablo, say hello to Cleo. Cleo, say hello to Pablo. Away you go, guys. Hello. Hello. And grand class. <laughs> who's, who's, who's buzzing? One of you's buzzing. I'm um, really excited. I, I, that's a, that's Geordie Parlance right there. That's a joke. It's that a joke. One, one, it's one joke down. Yes. <laughs> um, you're right about um, sixteen-year-olds being able to vote. I've never understood why politicians harp on about the future and then don't let people who are like just prepared for the future to not vote. Well. It's well, I'm I'm not convinced that 18 year olds should be able to vote because I tell you the first the first time I voted, I voted for the seriously 18 general election. I voted for the Natural Law Party. Yeah, I haven't even heard of them. Well, exactly. They were a huge ultra oh, right racist organisation. No, they weren't. They were Transcendental <laughs> Meditation. No, my money's oh, on cool. on Cleo here. Go on. Um. But what I was ringing for was yesterday you mentioned jealousy. Yes. And I can't actually think, of, well, A, anyone being jealous of me. Yes. But also, I don't think I've been jealous of anybody else. Shut up, man. Don't I believe think I've been I envious. Do, I do not believe that for a second. But it's like, what's, where, where does envy end and sort of jealousy begin? You know what I mean? Well, the, well, um, jealousy's a little bit more wrapped up in bitterness, I guess. We've all been jealous of people, and that's, there's no shame in that. It's a brave thing. It's brave of us to admit negative things about ourselves, but it's the only way, by acknowledging them, it's the only way we improve. I live my life, Dave, in a sea of jealousy. Go on, tell us. Here we go. Here we go. Of tell course, us. This is interesting. Course. Go on, Pablo. Tell us about it. Uh, well, I, I generally just, um, I see people who 
I assume are better than me. Yes. And I hate them for being better than me. Yes. Really? Um, to the point where, um, I don't know, I, I just said, uh, I despair, Ian. Mm. Truly despair. Um, Claire. Go on, Claire. I envy people. I don't, I don't think I'm... I, I don't think I get the stage where it, like, upsets me that someone is, like, either better than us or achieved more than us or whatever. But maybe I that's... don't get jealous about the things like, oh, they've got a better car than me or, um, you know, they've got a better house than me. I can be envious of people with nicer houses, but my house is very nice. You know, I'm all right there. So it's not that... I, I do get... Je- I do still get jealous about people who kind of started at the same... I started about the same time as Dermot O'Leary, right? Uh, in fact, Aye. I think I may have been on telly before, bit before he was. Um, and I, I knew him when he was a runner. And then I watched Dermot O'Leary hosting things like X Factor. And I wouldn't want to host X Factor, but I know that he's, you know... And, and he's a nice lad, Dermot. You can't hate Dermot because he's such a nice bloke. Um, but I do... I, I get... I, I'm jealous about things like that. He seems a bit bland, though. You at least aren't bland. Well, um, some people think I'm bland. Some people... He, he's learnt to play the game. He he learnt the game, and I never learnt the game. And also, he's very... Don't, you know, that, that sounds like I'm knocking his talent. I'm not knocking his talent at all. I think he's um, he is a very oh, talented he's broadcaster. He he's a talented broadcaster. Yeah. You know. mm-hmm. But it's like, um, I don't know. But I, I was I was thinking about it. Like, you know, I haven't been like mull over it completely. But I've I've been thinking about it on and off, and yes. I'm like I've, I've never really felt that jealous of. And maybe that is probably a weak thing. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe people having that. It's sorry. Maybe uh, having that anger is why some people are successful. You know what I mean? Why is there a delay? Why is there a delay on one of your lines? It's it's annoying, Catherine. Catherine does her face. She's got an annoyed face, and she (laughs) looks up and goes. She's doing that. Well, I've got none none of your stuff on audio, so I don't know if it's me. Hang on a minute. I think uh, if I, I hang on a minute. If I press this and press this, yeah, I think it's sorted. Right. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. There's a brilliant story in the papers, and I was I was torn. I, I kind of wanted to start the show with it because it would be so unlike me doing one of these stories. But um, it's a good one. And I was torn about which one to go for, which version of it to go for. So I've gone for the one in the mail. Parents furious is a great story. Have you seen this? Parents' fury at family fun day in aid of paedophiles. <laughs> it's a brilliant story. They weren't told money was for charity rehabilitating sex offenders. Now, can I just say, we'll go into the story, right, in a bit. Why, why would anyone be against... The rehabilitation of sex offenders. Why Why would you... No one could be against the rehabilitation of sex offenders. You couldn't. You couldn't be against it. If you're against it, phone up and tell me. 0344... I wanted to do this at 10 o'clock. It would have been a completely different show. 0344 499 1000. Against the rehabilitation of sex offenders. You can't be. You can't be. Kath said maybe not a family fun day, though, but they weren't there. It was not like they were, they were working the coconut shy. 
It wasn't that. Parents. And also, here's the thing. Here's the thing. On the posters, it said the name of the charity. Now, this is another thing, right? People go to things. Um, it says here, free entry, donations welcome. And then it's, it says on the poster, in big, big logo, in aid of the Safer Living Foundation. People blindly go to charitable events. I mean, they went there because it was free. Fair enough. But they blindly go to charitable events without investigating what the charity is. That's their bad. You're bad. Parents have condemned organisers of a family fun day after they found out the money raised was for a charity that helps paedophiles. The event, which featured bouncy castles and face painting, was in aid of the Safer Living Foundation, which works to rehabilitate sex offenders. It was held at Keyworth United's football ground in Nottinghamshire, but parents who took their children to enjoy the fun and games, which included an It's a Knockout-style assault course, say they were not aware of where the money was going. Well, no, they were. It's on the posters. It's on the posters, the Safer Living Foundation. They chose not to type that into Google and find out what it means. They're bad. So, and I'm saying they're bad uh, as in T-H-E-I-R bad. They, they are owning, they are owners of the bad, not they are bad. They say, said it was not made clear that the foundation works with people who are sexually attracted to children and teenagers. Some claim they would not have gone if they had known. Grace Lassieur said, as a parent, I'm disgusted they didn't make people aware of what the charity actually supported. It's on the poster, Grace Lafleur, Lafleur. Family fun days shouldn't be about supporting such charities. I wish we'd never gone. Why do you wish you'd never gone? Did you have fun? Was it a fun day? Then why do you wish you'd never gone? If I'd have known this, I certainly wouldn't. I'm surprised they hosted it. Others expressed their anger on Facebook. Amy Kirsten wrote, It clearly states on their website that they do work on prevention, but also that they try and rehabilitate people who've already offended. I can't believe that family fun days are allowed to support such charities. And here we get to the thing. Sex offenders of any sort shouldn't be allowed to walk this planet, let alone have family support them. Well, 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 well. We don't have the death penalty in this country, not even for sex offenders, which is, is of course, absolutely correct that we don't have the, the, the death penalty because we, we, for several reasons that you don't need me to go into because you're intelligent enough to know why the death penalty particularly, is, particularly including for sex offenders, it doesn't work. Okay, So you know that. I don't need to go into those details. We are, we, we're, we're ahead of that. Okay, right. How can you be against the rehabilitation of sex offenders? Now, this charity primarily um, is to rehabilitate people who acknowledge they are sexually attracted to children and teenagers, but have not um, uh, looked at pornography or um, sexually abused children. Okay, this is what they are primarily for. So they are for um, uh, um, people who are... What's the word? Who are aware that their sexual um, attraction is inappropriate 
and are... Oh, I'm going to say it, and I'm saying this word with careful consideration. People who are brave enough to seek help, knowing the stigma, the general consensus rightly against paedophiles is that it's disgusting and it's wrong and it's horrible, and some people have a very violent attitude towards it, and we've spoken to a gentleman earlier on today who was who believes he was sexually abused as a child, and I have some vague things that happen as a kid. Um, but these people are brave enough to um, to to realise that, that their sexual inclination is incorrect, is wrong, and they want to do something about it. Helen Joyce added, I'm so disgusted at this and so glad I didn't go. I know victims of paedophilia and they would be very offended by this. Would they? Did you ask them? Do you know? These people can ruin lives and the victims don't get a second chance. However, others were more supportive. Oh, good for them. Pointing out the event was to raise funds to stop people reoffending. Paul Hurd wrote, the charity isn't set up in any way to benefit paedophiles. And this, well, Paul Hurd, what, a, what an intelligent gentleman you are. Well done. This charity isn't set up in any way to benefit paedophiles, more to minimise minimalize any further reoffending and keep communities safer. Surely we need charities like this to help protect innocent people from monsters. Boom. That's it. That, those two or three sentences there, that's it. Um... Uh, participants in the Safer Living Foundation, including aims to prevent sexual offence. So the charity aims to prevent sexual offences and rehabilitate offenders. How can anyone... I'm not saying that these people should should necessarily be released from prison. I'm not saying that. But rehabilitation and to stop people doing it in the first place. How, how, How can anyone argue against that? So website states, we work with many individuals who are, who are at risk of sexual offending or who have been convicted of a sexual offence. These include those that have intellectual disability, are elderly, have very little or no support, and or who are select, sexually attracted to children and or adolescents. Um, the uh, Professor Belinda Winder, co-founder of the foundation, said the charity supports the rehabilitation and treatment of sexual offenders. The money from the Family Fund Day will go towards a project which will seek to provide psychological treatment the, to those who've never committed a sexual offence but are concerned that they may do. It was clear the money raised was going to the Safer Living Foundation. We're sorry that some people weren't aware of the charity's aims. And all of the papers, all of the papers are furious about this furious and they're wrong to be they're wrong to be it's easy to get people angry with a story about pedos and nonces and flaming torches and pitchforks and all of that but it's easy how can anybody be angry at a a charity a money being raised for for a, a project that will stop people offending how you can't be Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can call in about that. You can call in about anything else. Katia, stay there. Come to you after this. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Yes, Katia. Hello. Hello, Katia. Hello. Um, yesterday you did spread some false rumours about the adders 
Uh, saying that they were not poisoned. Yes, you you were um, yes. spreading fake news about um um God's but, creatures. Yes, go on. No, you 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 said. Oh no 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 no. C'est petit pois, c'est petit moi. No no no. You obviously have missed that Attenborough um, episode about others because you. Said, I have oh, met yeah. David Attenborough. Really. I have met him. I have um, sat opposite oh, him on a sofa. Delightful. I've had a conversation with him, mm-hmm. and the man is um quite pompous oh he's quite pompous and full of himself oh well that's disappointing yeah exactly so i take everything he says with a pinch of salt you know that most of the stuff in his programs he's not there when it's filmed he doesn't even go out there to film it you know that uh yes and you know that you know all of the sound you know the sound like they'll do like a film about ants right yes yes and you'll hear the ants scurrying along and you'll hear it chewing and walking and you know all of those sounds yes they're not ants making those sounds. They're probably uh, fully artists. Well done for for, for those who, who aren't as um, as knowledgeable about movies as Katia. The foley artists are the people, the fascinating people, who um, we should get. We should go and meet a foley artist. Actually, It'd be really interesting to meet one um, who sit in a little room and they're surrounded by boxes of um, um, what what do they use to make the sound of walking in snow? Is it concrete powder? I can't... No, it's not. It's... Um, anyway, surrounded by boxes and chains and doors, and they make the sound effect. So, mm. so 50%, oh. 65% of what is in David Atten- Attenborough's programmes are fake. <laughs> he's not there, and he's implying that he is. None of the sounds are recorded there, and they're implying that they are. Well, uh, nonetheless... Nonetheless, it's serious because. Uh, so I, I don't. If he, I don't believe uh, what you're about to tell me about Adders. No. If you got it from that faker. No, 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 no. Because also, I I checked on um, on the, the NHS website. The well, NHS website. Yes. Wow. Well, uh, the snake bite. Where it's says, overly it's, cautious. But go on. Yeah. <laughs> it says. It says. Okay, hold on a second. Yes. In the UK. Yes. Adders. See photo. There's a photo of an adder. Yes are the only venomous snakes found in the okay. wild. I didn't say they didn't have venom. Yes, you, you said, oh, they are not poisonous. No, 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 no. Katia, 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 calm down. I didn't say they didn't have venom, but the ve- you would have to be bitten by about a thousand of them for it to even make you sick. No, because in West London or some... Uh, in, a few weeks ago, I sent this article because this guy. Here we go. Uh, what does it say? What does it say on the NHS website? How many adders do they say <laughs> you need to get bitten by for it to be a danger? Right. Um, they don't say. No, they don't. You know. what, tell me exactly what it says on the NHS website about an adder bite. Tell me what it says. This is dying nine 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 immediately. Are they, are they being overly cautious? <laughs> If an adder, here we go. This is this is this is Talk Radio's official line. Okay, if an adder bites you, yeah, you'll be all right. <laughs> the the venom the venom is so limp. I can't endorse that. I'm sorry. Well, you you, you spread your fake news. <laughs> Okay, when that's not done, uh, people will, will see that you're a liar. Sorry about that. If I got people. bitten by a venomous I mean, snake, do you know what I'd do? 
Yeah. Because yeah. it bit me in the, the hand, what I do is I get my hand, suck, spit, suck, <laughs> spit, suck, spit. Yeah. Go and have a cup of tea. <laughs> okay. Second uh, thing, I, I had a, an excellent topic, but it's a bit. So, later. so, so that's one. Okay, so you, you, you I, I've won that one. Okay, no, number you two. Well, I have, Katia. You, 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 you haven't, not. you haven't backed this up with any evidence. Okay, uh, only scientific evidence. No, no, you haven't. Yes. Saying you, a, a website saying if you get bitten by <laughs> an adder, you should an, call nine nine nine. That's not scientific evidence. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, I, I was wondering when when you were a teenager, yes, Katia, and, and you listened to to uh, bands, probably the Monkeys, yes, probably the Kiss. Um, no, I didn't listen to Kiss when I was a teenager. I listened okay. to the Monkeys, Beach Boys, a lot of Beach Boys bootlegs. I had a lot of Smile tapes. Yes, right. What is the first book that you bought because of the Monkeys? It was a book by Glenn A. Baker, an Australian gentleman, and it was called Monkey Mania. Oh, okay. No, it's it's about the monkeys. It's not. What I wanted to say. Yes, is, Katia. Well, I've answered the question, and you don't seem happy with the answer I gave you from my own personal life. No, no, because obviously the monkeys didn't say, "Oh, we were inspired by that book, The Monkeys." Blah blah blah. No. What? what? You asked yes. me what was the first book I bought about the monkeys. I've told you. Why are no, you unhappy not, with that answer? N- not about the monkeys because of the monkeys because they read something they were inspired oh well, by. right okay finally mm. we, so so uh, the first book i read that i i read because the monkeys had read it yes it, it didn't read hello i'm thinking oh no i don't i no i haven't really yeah it, so you still have got that to read? Because I bought a book because what, what, of a band. What book did you buy because of the monkeys? No, no, not because of the monkeys. The only book I read, because it was in a popular cultural thing, was when I was really into Lost, and they would they would draw attention to a book every now and then that was supposed to be like a spoiler. Um, and it was a book by an Irish gentleman whose name escapes me called The Third Policeman. Have you read that book, Kath? The no. Third Policeman. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's brilliant. It's this Irish writer. I don't know when he was writing the fifties, sixties. It's um, surrealist, and it is, it's wonder, it's wonderful. I'll dig it out. I'll dig it out. And you have a look at it, Kath, because I, I, I'd never read anything like it. it. The Third Policeman. It's a really famous book, um, and it's about being trapped in a kind of cycle, and you know that's sort of what Lost was about. Absolutely brilliant Irish. It was incredible. I'd never right. read anything like it. Wonderful book. Okay. Didn't understand it, but sometimes it, sometimes um, works of art are better if you don't understand them, I think. Do, do you think you're going to like it again if you read it now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So tell me the book that you uh, got because of Lost. Oh, uh, no, not Lost. <laughs> because of David Bowie, I, I got naked. the Naked Lunch. I didn't understand anything. It Is that Hunter so... S. Thompson? I? Uh, I? <laughs> is that Hunter S. Thompson? No, no, that's William Burroughs. William Burroughs. Okay, both of them massive drug fiends. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. uh yeah. It, it's. It's. That's supposed to be hard work. Oh. Uh, 
Okay, so it's not just me. I, um, I've got so many books to read. I'm halfway through Will Storr's new book, and it's, um, I've just not had time to, I've been so busy to sit down and read it, and it, is, it takes quite a bit of, you've got, a, it's not one of these books you can read a couple of pages, and then you, you've got to really work at it, because it's, it's, it's hard work, it's dense, it, but it's absolutely brilliant. I must tell him I'm reading it, otherwise he'll think I've read it and hated it, you know, he's, like all writers, most writers, he's very insecure. Well, Katia, that, that was a, you, uh, no, I said okay. Okay, so I, I I probably won that second point as well. What, what was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. 03444991000. <laughs> Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation. Worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's nearly... The freaking weekend, guys. It's nearly the freaking weekend, guys. I don't think I've got anything this weekend. I don't think I've got anything this weekend. I don't think. Let's go to William. Good evening, William. Hi, guys. Hey, hey, um, hey man. Just wanted to uh, phone up to say that um, back in the 80s when I was growing up, my dad used to play a lot of songs to me oh, yeah. um, when I used to go and see him on a Sunday. Um, used to play bands like Prefab Sprout Levelers. Oh yeah, like yeah. That. I don't yeah. know if you know that kind of stuff. I, I do. I, um, I, I don't know a lot of the Prefab Sprout, but what I know of them, I like. Well, I, I never got into them that much, but the songs that my dad played to me, I really liked. Yeah. And um, the Levelers Leveling the Land album's really good. So okay. I, I don't know the Levelers that, that well. I'm aware of them, but I don't know them that well. That's pretty much the only album for them that I know, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's all right. But um, I wanted to say cheers for the voice of the v- the, the uh, Beehive interview. Oh, wow. Okay, cool, man. What, what, was that another band that your dad played? It was. I uh, used to uh, listen to songs like Man in the Moon. Yeah. And um, obviously, Don't Call Me Baby is the main one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, that whole album was really good, so he used to play that to me. But um, a song by Paul Simon called Rennie and Georgette McGreet with their dog after the war. Which is a pretty long song title, I would say. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that, I don't know if you know that song, but that's pretty good as well, so I'd recommend that to people. But no, nah, I just wanted to say cheers for the interview, because a lot of people probably don't know about Voice of the Beehive, really. Yeah, they were, well they they were the um, I mean, they, they, yeah, they had a handful of hits. They were never the biggest band in the world, and, and bands, uh, bands that appear to enjoy themselves a lot, as they did, I think are quite often dismissed. And that's, you know, because it's only the bands that really take themselves seriously that uh, we should listen to. And I think that's a shame. Uh, oh, I'm really glad... It. Um, it's just advertising and stuff like that. It's yeah. just a, a gimmick. How, they should um, listen to the actual music and appreciate do it. Do you mind me asking... Um, I, I'm assuming your parents split up and you, that's why you only saw your dad yeah, on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and did you look forward to it? Was, that, was, that, was it a highlight of the week going to see your old man? Uh, definitely, because we used to drive to my grand, so he used to play different songs to me on tapes and then make different tapes for me full of songs oh. and stuff, so I've still got it. He made you so, mixtapes? Uh, I kind of, he made me different songs that he liked and we would listen to in the car and he would notice I would like them, so he'd make the tapes and I could take them home and listen to them during the oh, week. Oh, mate, that is, but you've not still got those tapes, have you? I think I've probably got them in a, a box up the attic somewhere. Go, go, have you have you still got a I tape could, player? I could probably just, I, I remember most of them, so I could probably just download <laughs> them on... The no, anyway I t- I've been going through a lot of old tapes, and I found a mixtape that I made when I was 16, 
and I was working at B Jams, and I'd forgotten. I don't know why I kept it. I've, I've chucked it now, but I, I, I listened to it, and it was a real mix of me trying to be arty and clever. Me, it, it was just a mix of the the stuff that I listen to now. Nothing's changed in the ensuing thirty right. years, um, but know, it I'm took me back there. Music as well, mate. Holding that tape. And because I recognise it was it was different from the other tape, holding that tape and putting it in, listening to it, I was sixteen. Mm. I was sixteen again, man. And it takes mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's it takes time travel. Dig them out. If you have, a, is, have a lovely that, Sunday that afternoon exists. and dig them out. Yeah, that that exists. That is ingrained in your memory and in your life. That mm. it's it's just there. It just takes you back. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's good. Nice one, William. I'm, I'm really glad you, you you felt you could phone up and share that. Thank you. No worries. Cheers. Nice one, man. Oh, that was nice, wasn't it? What no honestly, this mixtape, I don't know why I kept it. And I put I put the first, I put it in. The first track was an opening track from a terrible Neil Diamond album. Hot August Night Two. Terrible late eighties Neil Diamond live album. Awful. I thought, well, I just got this whole album on it. Because that's a terrible album. And then the second song was something else. And then it, the third song on there was um the doors touch me and i went i know exactly what this is. and then i could name all the other songs that were coming it was brilliant it had the pixies on there it was it was neil diamond don't know what this track two was then it was the doors then it was the pixies a couple of pixie songs here comes your man and um maybe allison from distant star to this here bar. Na, 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 uh, Alison. My, I remember that song. And, and that reminded me, my mum used to sing that song because she thought it sounded awful. So she'd do a really, who's that band that go, Alison. She'd sing it terribly. Um, and there's a few monkey songs and a few obscure. Uh, oh, it was a beautiful beautiful in fact, i think i chucked it away i don't know why i chucked it away oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um telephone number if you want to um give us a call what was this in the mirror that i saw by the way so how many calls have we had tonight kath 20 we had as many as 20 so many calls it's that we're getting more and more calls and for a Friday night, Friday night's always a bit quiet, because you guys, 22. Go on, be 23rd. Phone up and be the 23rd call of the night. Go on, there's, you've got four minutes. Four minutes and 20 seconds. Come on, 22's an unlucky number. 23, very lucky number in uh, Chinese. 23 is lucky. You add it together, two and three, it's a five. That's lucky in, in Western numerology. So, come on, guys. 0344 you know... I don't like to peacock, but there are some radio shows where they, they don't get any calls. Um, and, and uh, you know, some podcasts where they get three three calls in a two-hour podcast. And it's the same people phoning every day. I, wow, you know, I, I don't know if I would be able to carry on with that. But, you know, we're doing well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Where did, um, ah, here we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the old uh, telephone number. 15 ways to make your life a whole lot happier. Ah, apps that will be good for you. Here we go. Um, oh, this is a good one. Straight away. There's a, there's an app called Run P. You heard this? I mean, it's a little bit niche, but I like things that are a little bit niche. You're in the cinema and need the loo 
but don't want to miss the best bit. Run P will tell you when you can go without missing anything important. That's brilliant. Because particularly if you're seeing films with, with a five-year-old. Each time a new film is released, the app is updated to tell you the best times to enjoy a comfort break. Oh, that's genius. That is genius. I like that. Um, um, what else have we got? Um, flush Toilet Finder. When nature calls, Flush Toilet Finder will prevent the frantic rush to find a suitable place to do your business. The app has listings for more than 100,000 public loos, including information on disability access, key requirements, and user reviews. Imagine. Hey, call number 23, Jamie. Good evening, Jamie. Uh, Good evening, Ian. How are you? Good, thank you, boss. We've not got long. What have you got for us? Well, um, I was just listening to the last call about uh, mixtapes, and I thought I'd kind of add to that, because my dad was very much the same. You know, I'd see him on a Saturday afternoon, and he'd make tapes and uh, listen, but uh, some of his choices were a little bit more uh, on the eccentric side. Go on, give us us an... Sorry, I'm yawning, it's not you, it's just I'm tired. Give us an example of one of his eccentric ones. Um, well, I mean, he'd have things on there like uh, One More Night by Yellow Dog and, you know, and the Birdie Song and oh. basically try, try and make me laugh at any, any moment, really. Oh, good for him! And did it work? I think so, and, and certainly as I've grown up, I've, uh, you know, it kind of expanded my horizons a little bit, and I like a little bit of the quirky. Jamie, thank you for that, mate. That was a great call, and I'm glad we, uh, well, I was hoping we would end on uh, 23. We're ending on 24, which is a terribly unlucky number. It's all Hugh Burns's fault. Good evening, Hugh. Good evening, Ian. Just a quick question, Ian. I know time is tight. Yes. Who, play, who plays the mamba? Who plays the mamba? Marconi yeah. plays the mamba, listening to the radio. Oh, very good, very good. Okay, okay, so you're good, okay, I'm impressed. I'm Thank you very much indeed, Hugh Burns! Hugh Burns tried to own me in the dying minutes of the show, but he couldn't do it. Who plays the mamba? Oh, <laughs> and on that bombshell... Oh, guys, listen. We built this city on rock and roll, huh? Thank you very much. Uh, 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 Catherine and Ed Sterlingworth. Ed, thank you for trying to help with the technicalities. It is appreciated. Catherine, thank you for forgetting that you're on camera sometimes and pulling faces. I, it was, that's appreciated. Um, we're working on the YouTube stuff. We'll, we'll get there. Early days. Thank you, dear listener, and, and the viewers for your patience. Back on Monday at 10. Until then, have a nice weekend. Ta-ta. Talk radio. Dial up some dialogue. Talk radio. We'll get you talking.